We're back a couple days late, and that's only because, as usual, we've been out there grinding harder than Urban Meyer during Ladies' Night at the Chop House. This week on Top 5 for Fighting. (laughs) Holy shit. We're going to talk about it this week on Top 5 for Fighting. Dozens and dozens of years, decades of years. Decades of years. That's... First of all, first of all, give spoilers. Okay, we are. Oh we yeah, are yeah. Talk about spoilers. That here. would have been a huge dick if, move. Get the Charmin. Greg's gonna <laughs> shit on something. Tell you this. what's going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got the Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just you're like, why did I do this? I, He's I got really, that look on his face really that he's getting ready to punch a this, baby. Yeah, this this movie was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house <laughs> just hauling nothing ass, but underwear. Probably naked, too. His underwear, hauling ass. I'm going to have me some fun. I'm going to have me some fun. All right, let's get into Urban. I mean, we don't really need to spend a lot of time on it. It's, it is it is just... I, I, I What do you say? It's on video. It is on video, but you know what? There's no one in this world that hates Urban Meyer as much as I do. I mean, there probably is, but I want to I want to examine this. I want to play devil's advocate here. Great coach, human scumbag. How come when that is Adam Pacman Jones or Sean Kemp get nine people pregnant or any of that, it's totally okay. But now because it's Urban Meyer, oh my god. Oh I my would god. say it's okay. I think those players and like those situations like they get labeled as much as anybody. I just think the difference is um, the best way to describe this, obviously, because this was a hilarious story on McAfee Show. The way they covered it was absolutely oh, I'm sure they, I'm sure they brilliant. But and and it's right. The more I thought about it, this makes perfect sense. When you see Adam Pacman Jones, obviously lifelong Bengals fan. Perfect example, great player, as I always say, a a million-dollar athlete with a 10-cent brain, which is sad, but he's human. Nobody's perfect. Everyone fucks up, especially when you are in the limelight and you're a celebrity and you fuck up, everyone's going to know about it. I agree. Now, the the difference is you, Sean Kemp, obviously, do, do just like the bang. I get it. Who doesn't? But you have Pac-Man Jones gets in a fight at a bar, knocks some guy out. Now, the story goes, he had every right to knock that fucker out. But you know what I mean. Celebrities in the news when they do something stupid. Okay? Yep. Now, those are players. Flip that to a coach, there's a huge difference in my mind. That dude is being paid most of the time more than the players are to lead them. You are Fair enough. You are the example, the the bar when it comes to this. You run. You are the for all intents and purposes. You are the face of the franchise, unless your name is Thomas Brady. You are Bill Belichick. I mean, obviously that you are it. Yeah, you're not expected to do that. Football players or athletes. Oh yeah, just dumb rich athletes doing rich athlete stuff. It's not accepted but i think it's more like okay i get it doesn't make it right whatever not here i'm not judging anybody obviously because i'm not perfect but 
the coach, that's that's fucked up. No, I I agree, and I don't I don't I'm not defending him, and I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying that there's this massive outcry about oh my god, but you know, but it also it, within two days. Terrell Pryor beats up a woman and does something else, like steals a car or something. Ray and, Rice. And nobody hears shit about it. Um, so it's, again, I think it goes back to, and I was listening to, um, they were interviewing Mike Lombardi. They talked to him almost every week. Former GM, mm-hmm. uh, worked in the Patriots for a long time, still somewhat, I think, loosely associated with the Patriots at an office level. Um, established almost a 30 year NFL guy in that um, capacity, in the office. Right. Or front office coach, G- not coach, I'm sorry, GM, high level. Right. And he even said in his entire NFL career, he has never seen a head coach not get on the flight back to the city after a game, which makes sense, especially when you're a team is 0-4 and you just got – See, where were they, Cincinnati? And yeah. that's where the video was taken in Cincinnati? He owns. He owns a that that they were at his place. Oh, it's that's a, right. Because um, he because he went to since University of Cincinnati. I think it's called a Chop House or something like that. Yes, it's, it's a steakhouse, but it's also got a bar. He's got a whiskey place. Um, Urban, it's uh, you have to look it up. It's something pint like last pint. It's hook na- us up, Brock. It, it's name of the the bar. Basically. I got you. Okay. Restaurant See, I didn't know. Slant. I didn't know that it that it was his place. His place. So so he's exonerated because it's his place. What stays at what happens at home stays at home. <laughs> well, it's not Vegas. Oh, oh, is that how that works? Apparently, he had said he was going to stay back because he wanted to spend time with his grandkids. Okay. He wanted to make some grandkids? <laughs> yeah, hey, listen, I don't know. But I, the thing is, I think once you're in a position like a coach or a front office executive or anything like that, Robert Kraft, the spotlight is bigger because the fuck-up is bigger. That's the perception, in my opinion. I, I think that's why it's worse. That's because pretty shitty. I didn't realize he didn't go back with the team. He did not take the flight back. He stayed back while the team flew back after taking an ass so, beating. Or not so ass it's beating, more it's more about him lying to the team than it is him putting his fingers in her butt. He's done it his whole career. He, he's, a pile, he's a pile of garbage. <laughs> it was just, I will have to show you this video clip before I leave. It is amazing. Um, yeah, he was basically two fingers deep in a, in a blonde's butthole while she was, not literally, but he was working his way through those jeans while she was dancing on him on video plain as that. That's why I made the comment in our, in our little Facebook group. Got thing. you. Yeah. The, the replay confirms the call. <laughs> yeah, it does for sure. Um, I, so, I mean, it was just a big story. Like I now, now the big question is, does he get his first win or does he get fired first? If he was going to get fired, he would have already been fired. I don't think so. I think they're trying to find a way out of his contract. Who are they going to get? Conduct and intram- doesn't at this point does it matter? Uh, you 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 throw someone in there, then you go on a search, hire him for next season. Oof, the years a wash. Oof, I mean, well, the years a wash anyway. Yeah, I mean, for them and Detroit, we'll get but, to that. Uh, it's just a uh, it's just a messy messy situation. Seriously, it, it's just bad. But like I said, when a player does it, it's like oh yeah, just another idiot I think, player. I think the lowest form of a human personally in my life is someone who cheats on their their mate i would go molester molesters are bad <laughs> molesters yeah. are bad that's the bottom of the barrel but for that's me. that to me is just a criminal anyway yeah yeah you know Unfixable. i mean i know guys that are supposed to be decent guys and they cheat on their wives all the time or i did and i, I used to st- i wouldn't associate with them like right. especially especially in the service right in the marine corps 
I knew three or four guys that's that, rough that we went to that we went to Italy with, and come to find out, one of the guys that I really looked up to and respected was just banging anything he could get his hands on. And I'm like, all right, right. you're married. And he's like, so, and I'm like, all right, well. We're not hanging out anymore. Different area code. Yeah, yeah. If it's in a different area, does can't remember count. what movie that was. That's from, road trip. Is it road trip? Yep, okay. that's road trip. Uh, but that I just it's it's just despicable. So for someone that's his age who probably has to take two Viagra and a Cialis, and he's got to be careful because of all his heart conditions. Hey, to go out, what a piece of shit, man. Just I mean, the guy's he's known his whole career for being a lion douchebag. I hope he gets fired. I I I honestly. I kind of like the Jaguars as an organization. I'm okay with them. I was hoping that he was going to make them successful just for the sake of the organization. I love Shad, Shad Khan. Shad Khan. I love him. The guy's fucking AEW. I mean, he's funded AEW, and yeah, he's he's always done. He gave Tony. I mean, yep. he funded that thing for so, Tony. So this is to me, it's like God, fucking poor Jaguars. But I was hoping he was going to make them win. But first of all, Urban. When it's fucking fourth and one, he got laughed out of a team meeting. When it's, did you hear that? Oh, over that? No, no. He tried to address the team, or let. I guess you call it a half-assed apology. A let. Now this is all just based on stuff that I've heard over the sports talk and all that stuff that he, you know, told the players, blah blah blah, and then walked away in the entire room of players, just absolutely floored, laughing. Because they knew he was just, full of shit. Uh, just yeah. So, so I mean, he's lost. So he's lost the locker room at this point. Guaranteed. If the, again, if that's true, there's no way he gets that team back. No, there's no way. How, how are you going to follow that guy? When it's fourth and goal, and you're on the half yard line, mm-hmm. you give the ball to your running back that's carried 1,400 yards. Unless you're Pete Carroll, or Urban Meyer, or Urban Meyer. Because that if he does that, they beat Cincinnati last week. To this day. Dumbest play in NFL history, not giving Marshawn ball, the, the ball in the Super Bowl. Probably. You, you and, win a Super Bowl. And yet, Bill Belichick knew they were going to do that. Yeah. He knew they were going to do that because uh, Malcolm Butler said that they ran that practice, the defense against that play on the one-yard lane, 100 times a week before Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He knew they were going to do it. And That's br- unbelievable. I don't care if you know what's coming. Go ahead. Stop Marshawn Lynch exactly. with a half yard to go. I, Man, I can sleepwalk hey, that thing in, bruh. I, Dare you in that scene he had in the league the season after? That's what I'm. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, you better just walk that over. Come here. on, come on, Taco Man. I can. <laughs> I can sleepwalk that thing, bro. <laughs> no, I think I'm just gonna throw it. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, it's just a shitty situation. In that's enlightening. I didn't realize that all that. I just thought he was at, out at a bar and got drunk and decided, you know. Oh no, he was throwing the old shocker out there, and uh, it's. Well, I knew he threw the shocker out. There but... was multiple angles. That, that came out clear as day. What a fucking dumbass! Just you know what? Yeah. I hope you really do have heart problems. He's just a douchebag. I didn't bag. say that out loud. Yeah, Lying he is. Bag. He is. All right. Um, all right. So moving on from that pile of waste. Um, what else is going on? I know you've been working your balls off. Yeah, week. haven't had a lot of free time. Been working and working and working. And when I'm not at work, I'm at home doing prints. But um, working. Uh, doing football, dude. I had a fucking. Unbelievable football game! I've had two in a row now. Really? Actually, that were were the I, the football game I did last Friday night was the best football game I've ever refereed. Was that the one that was hundred and some points scored? Oh no, no, that was a that great was fo- that was a great football game. Okay. But last week was Lakewood and Largo, and the final score was thirty two to twenty eight. And that's it, a good game. It was back and forth the entire night. It was seven to nothing. 
no, it was six to nothing, then thirteen to nothing, then thirteen to seven, then fourteen to thirteen, then nineteen to fourteen, and uh, with five and a half minutes left to go, Largo could have won the game. They decided to throw the ball inside the thirty with less than five minutes with an eight point lead, interception, three touchdowns scored in the last five minutes of the game, and the game ended on a onside kick that ended up being recovered by Largo that would have given them 30 seconds to go down and score a touchdown, and then they fumbled the recovery. It was just a great, great football I game. I love games like that. Great football you, game. A lot of people complain, like, you know, when you get a game that's 10-13 or, you know, even 10-7. Like, uh, I personally love defensive games like that as long as it's good football. Mm-hmm. Like, if you've got a lot of third and shorts and it's yeah. just a big stop. It's not just one fumble it's after just, one after reception yeah. after one. There's a difference between a sloppy, low-scoring game yeah. and a defensive battle. And the defensive battles are the games that I love to watch. Well, two of the guys on my crew have officiated in high school football. As long for as my over. teams aren't involved with those games, exactly, I cannot handle the stress. They've officiated over thirty years in mm-hmm. Pelham County, and Ed said that's probably one of his top five games that he's ever did. And he goes, "This is why I officiate." <laughs> then he looks at me and goes, "It's a shame that we only get one of those games every fifteen years." <laughs> it's tough at that level because most of the times, game our right. games are just fucking garbage. Yeah. Yep. And the close games that are like 14 to 13 are between two shit teams. Sloppy games. So like yeah. we were saying, it's, oh, hey, look, you fumbled on the two. You fumbled on the – you fumbled on the t- – yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, – but it, yeah, uh, I mean, other than that, I I did go to a concert last week. Oh, that's right. You told me about that. And n- – go ahead. No, you say what you're going to say. No, no. I can't say what I'm going to say until you oh. talk about the concert and who you saw. Well, we went to 98 Rock Fest, which was supposed to have happened in 2019. Emily? At Emily. Emily Reno, okay. Group called Dirty Honey that I've never heard of. I've heard of them. But they were pretty decent. Yeah. They were, they were, James and I agree, they are, if you called them Black Crows Pussycat, a combination of Black Crows and Faster Pussycat, okay. that's exactly what you get. Pretty solid. It's not a bad thing. Second band was Fozzie. Third band was Candlebox. A staple of that era of yep. music, of the grunge era. Uh, they were the worst of the five. Are you serious? Yeah, well, I mean, they weren't bad. But how old are they now? Uh, Which doesn't matter. I well, shouldn't the, even say that. Well, the one guy says, the one, the lead singer goes, you know the words of this song? Hey, you fucking ought to. It's 30 years old. It was pretty funny. That's they fantastic. Just, Candlebox is just, their first album is- Amy loves them. It's epic. Their first album is epic. Yes. After that, pass. That's the only one I ever listened to. Yep. Yeah. Um, then after that, it was Seether. Yep. And then it was uh, Shinedown. Oh, yeah. And Seether- I've never cared for Seether that much. Chick Singer? No. Seether, they had the one song with Amy Lee from Evanescence, Broken, where she sang yes. with them. Seether was um, okay. Remedy, Gasoline, um, Fake It. Okay. Uh, when you hear them, you'll know them. Okay. Uh, I've never been a huge fan of Seether. I hear the songs, I'm like, okay. I have listened to every Seether album this week since that concert, and I am... It's I'm, crazy what a concert will do for a band well, or a, vo- a group. They're... It's it's because they're they're hits because I don't listen to the radio they're newer hits I didn't realize what kind of really music they were uh, it, give them a, give them a try Shine Down was fucking incredible I'd never seen them before Shine Down is incredible but Seether was Seether was really great Shine Down was fucking awesome best song that Shine Down did oh fucking Diamond Eyes from Expendables really oh <laughs> just well. When I listen to that song, at the end I have to listen to it again, and then I have to listen to it again. I'll listen to it like four times in a row. I fucking love that they song. Did you Simple Man? 
they always do simple mayonnaise. That is a great yep. version. Uh, I like that version better than the Leonard Skinner version. Yep. Wi- uh, without question. Simple Man, and then they did um, Sound of Madness was their encore. Um, but Simple Man was just acoustic. Oh, yeah. And, and, it, and it, it has is, to be. Yeah, and they were great. And James says that they do it every time. He's seen them a couple times. They were phenomenal. Sounded great. God damn, it was fucking loud. Yep. But Fozzie absolutely crushed it. Okay, here's what I was going to say. My expectation was being that you are, like, music is your thing. Like, y- mm-hmm. you are a music, I mean, I guess you'd say, not expert, but... There's what's the word I'm trying to aficionado something like that yeah like music is your deal yeah that's your thing I love it like hockey's mine yep music is yours um I did not expect you to be impressed with them because one he's a wrestler granted it, they've been around now they have multiple albums mm-hmm. and they've been doing this for I think their first album was 2008 I was gonna say 10 years 10 years plus or whatever um. I just did not expect you to be impressed with them. And that's why when I texted you and you said that they were doing as they were as good as they were, I was like surprised and and, like impressed and happy that you liked them that much. Holy shit. Totally wrong. Their first album was 2000. No shit. But they didn't have another one until 2009. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Nope. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's. But I'm sure it was hard for him to pull that I've, off with that WWE schedule. I've listened. I've listened to Fozzie's albums, and I'm okay with Fozzie. I think they're yeah. good. They're not a band that I'm like, oh my god, their new albums out. I got to listen to it. I, I right. I'll listen to you know eight, ten tracks, and then I'll bounce to something else. But there are bands that are good on on albums, and then when you go and see them, you're like, eh. right? They are. They were. They were phenomenal live. They. It was. It was just the sound. Sometimes you go to a, a concert and you hear a band and it just sounds inorganic. Mm-hmm. Not for the—that's the wrong word, but you're just like, okay, you know, it's fun. Meh. They had a wall of sound that came at you, and it was—it was incredible. I mean, Jericho was Jericho, and I—I don't—I don't like them less or like them more because of Jericho. I think that for what he does in that band, he's talented. He is a rock and roll frontman. But the songs—the songs were really good. But their fucking closer was "Dirty Deeds," done dirt cheap by ACDC. That's awesome. It was better than ACDC. I'm sorry. It was. It wasn't, but it was I know really fucking good. Really good. Like, James looked at me about the second song, and he was just like, yes. It's funny because it wasn't a month ago, sitting in this very room, I think we weren't recording it or anything, and I, and I made the remark to you in some fashion, like, there's just no good rock bands anymore. I was wrong. The, I there, mean, there are, but because of the way the radio is these days, you don't get anything like that. Yeah. Well, when was the last time you actually listened to the radio? You listen to the radio all day long at work, don't you? No. I listen to Spotify, and I listen to McAfee on YouTube. Okay. I watch McAfee on YouTube. I can't tell you the last time I listened to the radio. I can't. It's been it's been years. Like, legitimately, probably 10 years, because I do Spotify. I listen is in my my five-minute drive to work, I, I catch part of the news on Kelta. I don't even I don't even it. do I don't even do that because trying to listen to Calta you get five minutes of Calta and fifteen minutes of commercials. True. Fuck that! I'm tired. I'm tired of it. So uh, you don't get to hear the new stuff. It's hard to hear the new stuff. But Spotify is the only way to go. Spot it is. It uh, is. And I like that Spotify is now doing this thing where they kind of throw albums out to you that are new albums that are coming oh, out. 
it's they, it's 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 pretty cool. What was one that came, they threw up at me last week that I was like, oh shit, they got a new album. I listened to it. I can't remember. Uh, one of them they threw up at me was Yes has a new album, but I don't know if John Anderson's there, so I didn't give it a whirl. Artists God. are now just God surprisingly. Our artists are releasing albums on Spotify with no notice. Eminem was the last one to do it. Earlier this year, he just an album came out. Nobody knew it was coming. Like holy shit! That pisses me off because it was an album that. Oh, um, oh, it was uh, uh, Queensrÿche. Okay, they they have a newer album out. Did not know that it was it. It's the best album they've done since Chris DeGarmo left, which okay. was Empire, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, there was there was another one too, but yeah, it was. <sighs> Spotify is the way to go. It, it is, but the concert was just absolutely fucking incredible. It was incredible. The best thing about Spotify in my mind is I can pull up like. Def Leppard, one of my all-time favorite groups. I can put on that they'll give you a section of, hey, this is Def Leppard when it's got everything. It'll play everything. And then there's Def Leppard Radio, everything in that category. It'll just throw you a mix of all like music. It'll play a hair band. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's It's, awesome. It's cool. Um, Spotify, if you you don't have Spotify, I mean. See, I was surprised when you said, are you actually watching Fozzie Live? Because I sent you some pictures and some video Totally forgot. And I said, yeah, man, I invited you. Yeah, totally. Again, I don't remember much outside of after I'm just told. Just ask the wife; she'll tell you. No worries. Um, it is. I mean, no. I was like, good for Greg. Finally, get out having some fun. Good for you. And the fact that you liked him so much that that just made me happy. Well, I've I've always liked Shine Down, like from their first album. I did not realize it started for them here in Tampa. I didn't realize that either. I have to I have to do some research on them. I think they broke big at like one of ninety eight Rock Fests back. It was like two thousand seven or two thousand six mm-hmm. or something like that. But um, they they were just they've got they've got some really good music to me and I, they I did not look like what I would picture Shine Down would look like yeah I never because I don't I don't go online and look at the, I don't pay attention to fucking entertainment tonight just or play that. it yeah just play it but Fozzie opened with Sane I couldn't believe they opened with Sane <laughs> song is I was awesome. like holy balls that's that's where we're starting that was the last I I can tell well obviously because of how much we watch AEW we, we knew that was coming but I remember watching the video the morning it came out. I was like, holy shit. And Judas sounds great live. Now, I know that we hear it every Obviously. week on Ave, but it's a different, it was just a different with, because they have, they have two guitarists and, yeah. a, and a bass player and then a drummer, and then it was an obviously Jericho. Right. And the, the mixing wasn't as great as it should have been. It was a lot better for Shinedown, but mm-hmm. it was hard, kind of hard to hear Jericho. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was. That's awesome. Glad you liked it. Yeah, I had a great time. Yeah, I had a great time. Uh, what I, I in spent fact, $200 on beer. After, well, duh. After <laughs> you had sent that to me, I went back and listened to just a mix of Fozzie because I, I haven't listened to all the albums. There are just a couple of the mm-hmm. popular ones that I that I know. Um, and you were right. A lot of their best songs you they you'll you'll never hear on the radio. My favorite album from them was um, not, it's not Judas. It's Do You Want to Start a War? I thought Do You Want to Start a War was good. That was their 2014. I have not listened to All That Remains or Chasing the Grail or mm-hmm. Happenstance or Fozzie, which were 2005, 2010, 2009, and well, 2000. Look at that. You got shit to listen to in the in the work truck. Oh, yeah. I got I got more than enough to listen to yeah, now. Yeah, you got plenty. Hell, yeah. So that was fun. Well, good. Glad you had fun. Then I woke up on Sunday with like five hours sleep and- Had to go to work. I, did, I worked right here at this desk. Yeah. All day. But, eh, you know, it is what it is. Not jealous of that. I me either. <laughs> um so let's see what else. Um all right. I got to talk about this. First of all the Lions 
I mean, their their season's over already. Earliest since I think last year. I was very disappointed in their performance last week. And you know what? Not even mad. And and I'm not going to sit here and say you know like everyone else you know fuck this team say it, blah 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 blah. You get an entire new coaching staff yet again. We go through this. It seems like every four years. Um, I've seen improvements. They're still probably two drafts away from this team being put together correctly. I, I still like Goff. I mean, the dude still threw for almost four hundred or three hundred yards last week. He doesn't. He's not terrible. No, Goff's Goff's got talent. Sewell can't block the whole line himself. Nope. Still hasn't given up sack. Nope. That that's freakish. With the with this kid is doing as a rookie. I mean, it's really not considering how good he was coming in, but. Yeah, um, but college college to pro is a different. It's a different game. It's, it's a different, different level. But he's so, still doing the same thing. Yeah, and and, that's and he's, impressive. And he's played against four good defenses, which is the thing that you know. Yeah, it it just is what it is. But I'm really excited about my Bengals. They're looking good. Caught now. By no means am I saying Super Bowl or that. Like I'm just happy that they're winning games that they normally lose. Burrow's healthy. Still getting hit a little too much for my liking. Chase is looking like he should as a number one receiver. Um, they got a huge game this Sunday against the Packers. Now, if you win that game, okay, people, I'm going to buy in a little bit more than what I normally would. Yep. To me, I think they're going to lose that game because they're just not there yet. I mean, let's—they're still the defending NFC, cha- you know, champs or title championship game tw- twice in a row now with the reigning NFL MVP. Yep. I don't think they win that game because I just think they're too young and their defense is nowhere near good enough. And Zach Taylor is a fucking bum coach. But I'm—it's like I'm excited to watch them. Outside of that, I watch no NFL anymore. I don't get excited about the Sunday night game. I, I did watch some of Brady, obviously. With the story, but I I was asleep by the end of the first quarter. I don't know. It's between. It seems like every every week we have a handful of new penalties to talk about that change games. Like you have said numerous times, and you are one hundred percent right. I don't need to watch three hours of commercials for a three hour football game. And I know we just. I think we just notice it more because it's been such an issue. Okay, well that's the snap. Okay, three yard run. Okay, we'll be right back. Why can't we just? Watch the game. Um, I, I definitely don't, don't. I don't suffer through that like you do because when I watch football on Sundays, I'm watching five games. So yeah. As soon as, as soon as as soon as I hear, because what I'll do is I'll usually be here working, and I'll kind of you know, it's second and ten. You know, Mahomes lines up for the snap. I'll look up at the TV. I'll watch the play, and then I'll look back down and I'll do what I'm doing. Yeah. And as soon as I hear you know the new iPhone 13, I'm like boop. You know, mm-hmm. on to the next one. But I, but on Sunday nights, yeah, I'm like, oh, fucking Christ. No, I know the the remedy for that is the red zone, which is amazing. But it's, I just, after watching the Florida-Kentucky game Saturday night, uh, the Michigan-Wisconsin game, the, um, you know, games like that. That was a good football game, but that was a boring football game. It, the aura of college football is just better. Like, I understand it, that. Oh, I, I'm not arguing that. Is, what, what I'm saying is, like, it's hard for me to get excited for the NFL on Sunday after Saturdays are just emotionally awesome. That's cool. I'll start calling you Nick. No, that's totally different <laughs> because I'm not going to shit on every team I've loved my entire <laughs> life. Um, and he doesn't listen anyway, so it's no big deal. I don't know. I just, I'm 
complete not completely because I still like I'm excited for the Bengals game this Sunday. I'm not expecting big things, but they're playing like an NFL team. They're tied for the lead in their division. It's only four weeks, but we'll see. I just I just can't get excited for the NFL anymore. Well, you just covered a lot of things that I have to talk about. So let's talk about the Lions real quick. The Lions, they just don't. Their offense isn't explosive, and that's what hurts them. They make them. They, they it's not explosive enough that they can make mistakes and recover. They they need wide receivers. Oh, I th- I think that's their weakest spot. I'll say this: they have none. I agree. They have none. I agree. I think you or I could probably start. So yes, you're right. One or two drafts, maybe some free agents away. But but they have I, cap space. Yeah, they do. Spend but, some fucking money. Well, but who do you get? I, I get they, that. But. I I think I think you saw a lot of people leave this year from Detroit. And they had to they had to let that happen because Patricia had destroyed that locker it's room. Going, yes, and and those people just didn't want to be in Detroit anymore. They they they've written off this season. There's no doubt in my mind. At the beginning of this That's year, why I'm they not had angry. written off this like, season. Yeah, it's exactly. Just, it is what it is. They're, they're, but but they, I was disappointed in their performance last weekend because I expect better out of them. I don't expect them to win, but they've been the the fact that the Bears have a great defense probably didn't help either. For the most part, they've been competitive in every game. Yeah, they have. Should have so, beat the Niners. I mean, should have beat the Ravens. They left 21 points on the field against the Bears. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, you know, if it's a close game, start kicking field goals. Packers was the only game that they, they got away from them, and that was in the second half, and that's yeah. usually what happens. So with the, the Lions, it's just, you know what, we Lions. just have to give we have to give another year. Yep. Uh, Cincinnati, you don't like Zach Taylor. Hate him. That's fine. And that is that goes that goes back to when his first season. That's fine. Decisions that are made in key times that are you, just like, what the fuck are you doing? You keep talking to me about how you're pissed off that he's got this great passing offense, but he runs the ball. He's running the ball to protect Joe Burrow. He's trying because the only way they can stop Joe Burrow is to blitz him. So I, I get that. I get that. He's also doing that to protect the, uh, the defense because the defense is better, but it's not quite there yet. He needs to keep the other offenses off the field. Uh, counterpoint. I get protecting Joe Burrow. I'm all for that because without him, you are going back to be borderline 0-16. I, mm-hmm. I get that. But when it's 3rd and 16 in a tight game, don't run up the middle. Yeah, but that's not just Zach Taylor. Hey, drop back in the shotgun and use your goddamn receivers, two of which were caught for over 1,000 yards last year. Another one, which is the number one draft pick who's lighting the league up now. I mean, just stupid decisions like that drive me up a wall. Yeah, but that's not just Zach Taylor. No, but he is the and coach. I, and I don't and I don't know no. I don't know why teams do that. Uh, he, Even James was sitting here watching football me and son. He goes, Why do, why when it's third and twenty do they run the ball? I'm like, I don't I don't fucking know. Taylor is involved with the play calling. That that's why I say that. But I'm not saying involved with the play calling with the Bengals. I'm saying around the NFL, mm. all coaches do it. And I don't know. I don't understand it. Third and twenty. Fuck it, we give up. If Let's, that's hey, if that's the case, just punt. Draw. Yeah, if how many times you see that on a third and long? Yes, draw. But if that's the case, just punt or bubble screen. That drives me fucking nuts too. Throw it down the field. Yeah, the, one of my all-time favorite. Third and twenty. Let's throw a five yard out. Moving on. Yeah, uh, the the penalties. I don't, I don't know what to say. I, they're 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 human. Uh, they are, but we in two thousand and twenty one have the technological capabilities of helping these refs out. Yeah, fucking I don't, do it. I don't think. Um, I don't think I like the way replay is being used. Uh, oh, it's, it's it's not used well, but... It's not that it's not used. They have monkeys in the office that don't know how to make a replay call. It, it's insane to me. And the I, referee system, I'll fix right now. 
pay them full-time and make them full-time refs so that's their career, you'll get better refs. Oh, they can't do that. They're too busy being lawyers and doctors and such. Um, oh, why, is, why are we smarter than other people in I positions like that? Well, why are we smarter than every fucking politician in Washington? I don't Moving know. on. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, I, I'm actually been excited for a lot of the primetime games this year. There's a couple that have been like, and I've watched them because I had fantasy people playing, but for the first time in a long time, I'm watching games that I want to go to bed, but I'm like, God damn, this game is good. Monday night, I turned off with like five minutes left when, when Chargers went up 28 to 14. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm going to bed. But Sunday night was the Bucks and the 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 Pack or the Patriots. They've had um, the Ravens. The Ravens and Raiders was a great game. I think the only one that I wasn't really excited about was the uh, the da- Dallas and um, Philly. Dallas and Philly. The don't give a shit bowl. Yeah, well, I mean, why why is that game on? We, we you know you know when you make the schedule that Philadelphia is not going to be good. Can you? That's that's my problem with the NFL. Monday night should be should not be about. The exposure of all the teams. It should be about what's the best matchup we it's got not, that week, it's dude. Just, Sunday night's game this week, Kansas City Buffalo. I'm that, not turning that off until it's over. It's a playoff game. Fuck yeah, it is. Uh, Monday night's game, I don't think is that good. That should be a Monday night game because I would love to hear Peyton call that game. Yeah, but they're not back till week seven. Yeah, and that, that bums sucks. Me out. Monday night is Colts Ravens. I mean, it's not bad, but it ain't Chiefs. It ain't Chiefs Bills. So yeah, it's uh anyway. Yep. So um I'm going to continue to watch it. On brighter news, NHL is like a week away. And I'm I and that's probably another reason because I'm so excited for hockey to get here. Are we doing fantasy hockey again? Yes or no? Um yeah, we we can. Yeah. We should. We, I mean, there's no reason not to. Okay. I mean, considering that the Wings have scored damn near 20 goals in four games, so I mean, I'm I'm pretty excited about this upcoming season. Okay. Cider looks like a 10-year veteran already, but I won't bore everyone with my hometown hockey talk. It's all right. Um, I'm ecstatic for this season. While we're talking football, do you want to go ahead and do our picks this week? Uh, We'll do that after the break. Because you haven't done your picks yet? That's a good call. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What do you want to do before the break, then? Uh, Well, I mean, do we want to break this early and come back with uh, the picks and in a massive bag? and then That's fine with me because we're going to – I mean, really, all that I have left is my picks – the new candy that we're going to try. I have a couple picks that I, that I know that I want to go over. That's but fine. Yeah, and then I, and then our list, like, and we're going to talk Halloween. So yeah. let's do that. All right, we'll be right back, guys. So I can get my ass home to play Battlefield. Yep. Let's see it. Needles, mayday. Can anyone hear me? We found something. We found something in the ice. Would you stop screwing around? This makeshift transmitter has a pretty weak signal. I'm not sure how long it's going to last. Okay, hi. I'm Brandon Windish. And I'm Chris Holcomb. And we are the heads of programming of the Dead City Drive-In, and unfortunately, if you're hearing this, then we're already dead. Okay, now you're just being melodramatic. Look, if you're hearing this, then it's probably because we're interrupting your podcast. Sorry about that. Okay, but we wouldn't do that without a good reason. Those delightful singing voices you're hearing belong to a ravenous horde of mutants and madmen right outside our projection room door. You see, we've been tasked by our bosses, the drive-in gods, to program specially themed double bills for the increasingly restless dead city denizens. And when we say specially themed, what we mean is killer robots, satanic terror, Uh, yeah, hideous freaks, creepy crawlies, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. You see, there is no bottom to the depths of psychotronic cinema. Any old chud could pick a random double bill. Yeah, but do you really want to watch Chopping Mall back-to-back with Ghost Dad? Or a double whammy of Rock and Roll Nightmare and Bicentennial Man? Oh, yeah, I do! 
Oh, shut up, zombie Robin Williams, you fucking liar. At Dead City Drive-In, we choose a theme. Then we and our special guest each pick what we think is the best representation of that theme. But there's only room for two movies, so we're talking genre flick deathmatch here. Three movies enter the ring, but only two can make it on the slime-splattered screen of the Dead City Drive-In. Put it this way, it's dirty work, but somebody's got to do it. Chris, that's the lyrics of that song from Police Academy 2. Damn it, we're about to lose the transmission. Dead City Drive-In is available everywhere your favorite podcasts lurk. The doors are open and admission is free. It's a show filled to the brim with monsters, mayhem, blood, guts, and... Um, dispatch. <laughs> Some more paramedics. <laughs> Remember, if the car's a rockin', it doesn't mean somebody's fucking. They're probably getting murdered. And here at the... Under 17, not admitted without parent. All right. Got ourselves a little Pat McAfee in at the break there. <sighs> Saw their take on Urban Meyer. That's why I watch every Absolutely day. hysterical. Uh, it's totally worth watching, guys. So good. For Monday. So we'll finish up our NFL talk real quick with our picks. Yep. Uh, Let's go over what we did last week. Yeah, I'm always excited to see how bad I did. Last week, Mike's lock was Cincinnati over the Jaguars. It was Detroit Black, uh, Red Wings over the Blackhawks. His upset was Cincinnati over Notre Dame. He had LSU over Auburn, and he had Michigan over Wisconsin. Last week, Mike got four four points. Four out points. of six. What did I miss? You missed LSU over Auburn. Oh, that's right. okay. I watched more. That was that was a good ball game. That was exciting to watch. It was a good ball game. James and I watched it at the Smoky Bones after the uh, after the concert. All right, last week I had the 49ers over the Seahawks, which was wrong. My upset was the Lions over the Bears, which was wrong. I had the Vikings over the Browns, which was wrong. <laughs> My lock was Syracuse over Florida State, which was wrong. Oof. And I had Arkansas over Georgia, which wasn't See, even a fucking ball game. There's a lesson to be learned in that Florida State game. Oh, yeah. Pick stay, them as my lock every week. Stay away from your favorite teams because you cannot think without your heart being involved. Well, I picked them as a joke. I picked them as the reverse psychology. If I pick Syracuse, they're going to lose, right? Now, let's talk about that because you gave me quite a rash of shit. While I was watching a game, about I'm like, uh, you were calling me Nick. I was busting your chops over first half of the Cincinnati game. Yeah. Yes, in that, like, hey, and exactly for the reason that you just said you picked them, I said the harsh, nasty things that I said about the Bengals in the you, first half, I, and I it could, worked. I could go look it up, and you're like, you basically it was fuck this. They're a bunch of losers. It's Jacksonville. I'm not watching this garbage. I'm turning it off. And I was like, yeah, way to go, Nick. I think you just just being funny. I think you cliff noted it pretty good. Just just being funny, and then, oh, and then God, and then, I was. And angry. then at the end of the game, you're like, that's why I turned the game off. I if I could have driven to your house and knocked on the door when you opened up, just stuck a finger in your face, hey, I would have done it. And I would have said, yep, but it worked. Yeah. So um, I got negative one last week. So you have four. I have negative one. All right. I am fucking killing it. Woo! But Not I got in, but a, I, in a Detroit Lion kind of way. But I got to wear my Florida State shirt this week because they actually won last week, so it's worth it. Worth it, right? Totally worth See? it. See? It works. All right, so this week, I think I went first last week. You go first this week. All right, this week, we'll save the big game for the very last. Mm -hmm. I have, I'm picking in my upset. Okay. The Michigan State Spartans losing to the Rutgers. Whatever the fuck they are. Scarlet Knights. Scarlet Knights. At Rutgers. 
I think that's a team that's being overlooked. They are. And Michigan State has yet to be tested and play a very good team. Miami is questionable. Miami's not good. I think they've been exposed for what they were. Yeah. But at the time, it was a big win. But I'm picking Michigan State to lose to Rutgers okay. in my upset That's of the week. That's your upset. Well, I'll go with my upset then. My upset is Texas beats Oklahoma. Texas is back, baby. I don't think it's that Texas is back. It's Oklahoma is severely overrated. Gotcha. In my college fantasy league, I have their quarterback. Mm-hmm. And they're scoring like 18, 20 points a week. That's not Oklahoma. Yeah. And they've struggled against Nebraska. They struggled against uh, who they played last week, West Virginia. Texas is not back. Oh, they're back. The every- way they're the way they're the way everybody says. But Texas is a solid football team, and Texas can course can score points. Sure. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Texas over Oklahoma. All right. Um, I'm gonna save my lock for later. I'm gonna pick the Rams beating the Seahawks in Seattle. All right. I think the Rams have had they will have had a week to fix the mistakes they had this past weekend. I think they come out and just light it up in well, Seattle. It wasn't so much that they had mistakes; they just ran into a, a Arizona team that is yeah. fucking good. Right Fair now. enough. I got um, I got the Bills over the Chiefs. I can see that. I think I think Buffalo is. From the highlights that I watched, a Buffalo solid looks football like they've team got their shit figured out. Solid football team, real uh, quick after week one. Now it would not surprise me if the Chiefs beat them at all, but the Chiefs don't. They 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 don't have it this year. They don't have it. So uh, I got it, Bills over Chiefs. It meaning a defense. Yeah, that's that's a fact. Oof. I'm definitely starting their uh, Bills tight end this week. And that is not what you want to have a weakness against the Buffalo Bills. Correct. All right, and then I am picking for their first win of the year. Detroit over Minnesota in Minnesota because it's going to come in a week like this where no one expects them to win because that's just what they do. And then they'll probably lose the next And six. you know what else is factors into that? Minnesota losing Detroit, that's just what Minnesota does. It's two teams going to do what they do. Yeah. Yep, there you go. Uh, I got a battle of three and one teams going on. I'm going to pick the Chargers over the Browns. Okay. That will be a... That'll be a good Very football fun game. game to watch. That'll be a good football game. Dude, Chargers, they look a lot better than they did last year. I don't know if it's because they're healthy or whatnot. Hey, watch this, NFL. That should be your Sunday night game. Bill's Chiefs should be the Monday night game. I agree. But what do we know? Now we're stupid. What do we know? I don't know shit. My lock of the week is Georgia over Auburn. I think Georgia's defense could play is playing NFL-level defense right now. Your fucking offense wasn't no joke last week either. No, yeah, but dude, it, Arkansas, it's, holy the shit. The defense is so good that it's overshadowing a very, very good offense. It is, and that's your lock. Um, and yeah, Georgia over Auburn is a lock. Okay. Um, did you pick the Iowa Penn State game? I'm saving that for last. Okay, so I'll save it for last too. My lock is the Rams over the Seahawks. Okay. Wow. So I feel better about my pick now that that's your lock. I, I the Rams are really good. Yeah, I, I do yeah. not. I the Seahawks only beat San Francisco last week because Garoppolo went out. Yeah, Trey Lance did not look good at all. Yeah, so. that's what. Uh, again, stuff that I had caught on the just the not replays, but the highlights, highlights, and the coverage of yep. of the weekend was one of the things that stood out was that Lance did not have a shining week. Yeah, so. It's first-year quarterback. Of course he's not going to. Not against a, a decent defense. His name's not Joe Burrow. He's not yeah. going to light it up. As Everybody's a... like, I'm surprised he looked like that. He looked great in the preseason. Um, yeah. l- analyze your sentence there, stupid. Yeah. 
What do you mean? Uh, analyze what you just said. <laughs> what? Did he look great in the preseason? Stupid. Yeah. Stupid. Preseason. Preseason. <laughs> when it doesn't fucking matter. Exactly. Hold on. Let me, let me spell that out for you. That's the preseason. Best. Stupid. With an X. <laughs> oh, God. That's funny. All right. So, Iowa over Penn State. All right. The, ga- the game, and you said it. Game day should be there, but they're not because I mean fucking what, garbage. Because Why, it's it's number four versus number three. How often do you get that game in the regular season? And you know what? ESPN is catching shit over it, and they should as well. They should. I don't give a fuck that you were already there. This is the game of the season so far. This game should have been immediately moved to eight o'clock. Absolutely, and be on national prime time on ABC, but it's at four o'clock on Fox. Whatever, it's still going to be the game that everybody watches. I, I, I mean, I would think a three versus a four. Fucking right. This is a massive game if for I'm not home, only them but for the Big Ten. If I'm home from work, I'm watching it. It's, I'm definitely going to be watching it. Um, Penn State goes to Iowa. I, I'm picking Iowa in this game specifically because of the home home field advantage, um, the mythical home field advantage. But I think it. Definitely has an impact in college more so than the pros because college fans are fucking batshit crazy. Yep. I'm picking Iowa over Penn State because Iowa's a better football team. Oh, well, I mean, there, there's that. Yeah. But I, 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 Penn State's at number four. Okay, I can't argue it, but Penn State, to me, isn't a number four football team right now. We'll see Saturday. We'll see Saturday. I, th- this is going to be a fun one to watch. Yes. And then, um, I mean, no, I know that's our picks, but then at 7.30, we do have... Michigan going to Nebraska, which should be a curb stomping. But we'll I see. think Nebraska's a little bit better than they're getting credit they for. Are. They've lost to some good teams. Their quarterback's pretty solid. Michigan's defense just looks Michigan. violent. Um, what I was saying earlier about the Michigan-Wisconsin game, uh, it was a boring football game if you're not a Michigan fan. Correct. Um, in the group chat, you know, we were like, oh, you know, one guy, you know, is, is Wisconsin that good? It doesn't matter if Wisconsin is that good or not that good. Wisconsin is a quality program. They're they may all- be down a little bit, but that was a dominant performance. And if you want <clears throat> to win the national championship, you have to dominate those games. You can't squeak out games where you sh- you're supposed to Especially win. Especially in Madison. Yeah, that was, that was a big deal, too. That I, Like you said, that was a statement win for them. But by no means am I already tap dancing my way over Ohio State or anything like that. No. They've got a long way to go, and they still have a lot to prove. Do they have a short time to get there? That's the question. That was a great first step. To me, that was a big step. Be yeah. it the, the performance against Washington, who is, you know, was not a national powerhouse, but Washington is still a great program yep. that always has a good team, and that's where it started. But what they did in Madison to the Badgers was, was impressive. How about Stanford taking down Oregon? Uh, it just seems like the Pac-12, just like who's who's going to beat who. Every year they're like, nah, we don't really want to send anybody to the college championship. Pac-12 never has anybody run the table. They, they don't. Everyone stumbles against somebody at some point, and you, you can count on it. It's like the Big 12. You can expect them to not play defense. And I'm sorry, James, but Florida takes down Kentucky. Or take Kentucky takes down Florida. That was an exciting game to watch. That was an awesome game to watch. James and I were at the concert. We kept pulling the score up, yep. and he kept going. We actually were able to see the end. Amy and I watched it. Yeah. I mean, it it was good. It kept the wife's attention, and it, it, that was an exciting game to watch. Good game. Great game. All right. So that's our picks. That's our picks. For the week. Hopefully next week I'm better than negative one. I firmly believe that you will bounce back. Whew. That was bad. I think you'll be all right. 
All right. Um, I should have made my upset. I should have made my lock. Meyer is fired by the end of the week. I don't know, man. I think that's a good bet is what does he get first, a win or fired? He's not going to win this week. They play Tennessee. I'm sure FanDuel will be all over that. Yeah, they would. That'd be funny as shit. All right. That's a great prop bet. Yeah. Mostly because I don't know what to pick. I, I wouldn't know what... I wouldn't put money on either one because I think it's 50-50. If what you say is true, I think he gets fired before he gets a win. Yeah? Yeah, because I don't think they win in Tennessee this week. And keep in mind, that is everything that I've just been listening to while listening to sports talk and all that other stuff. Like, Beside from literally watching the video because they showed it 500 times online, that's bad. But the question there is, how often have you heard heard, um, rumors – like that, that long and that often, that they weren't at least sort of founded in fact. Well, where there's smoke, there's almost always fire. Always. But the best meme that came out of this whole thing was the picture of him finger gunning right up the butt, but they covered her head up with the USC logo. So it's already like, is he just doing this? He's going to get fired and he's going to end up at USC. <laughs> so it's... uh. The internet's always going to win, dude. Do you think USC would hire him after that, though? 100%. 100%. What, on USC's high moral ground? Are you kidding? Hey. Why wouldn't they? They did not pay those players. No, no, no. The boosters did it. USC had no knowledge whatsoever that when Reggie Bush showed up in his brand new Lexus SUV, he was getting paid. At the same level that Urban Meyer at Ohio State did not know that his assistant coach was Beating the shit out of his wife yeah, no until the text came out saying what a fucking that dirt, he did. What a fucking dirtbag. Yeah, All I, right. I, I'm, I do think that he will end up somewhere at some point. Who's going to do that? I, I mean, USC would be the perfect school to do it because it's USC. They don't give a shit. Right. All right. Let's do the sack because after that, it's everything Halloween. It is. Yeah. We will, we will get through all this stuff because it's, uh, man, there's a lot of shit going on. I am all in. First and foremost, I went to see Venom last Thursday. Yeah. Wow. Um, not going to sit here and bang it, best movie ever or anything like that. I know that's probably what everyone expects me to do. But when I came out of that movie, I was like, holy shit, I need to run this back. I need to see it again. It was a blast. And the biggest reason why is because, well, two reasons. One, the Eddie versus, or not versus, but the Eddie and Venom relationship is like a buddy movie. And it is freaking hilarious. It is. It picks right up where the movie left off in, in the first one. He's in the apartment. Um, Venom's doing all. You just. It's just funny as hell to go back and forth with those two going back and forth. And Tom Hardy is a freaking genius for what he does. Um, I meant acting as a whole. Dude, I, I'm. He can do anything. Woody Harrelson as a serial killer monster. Outstanding. Uh, the, Woody Harrelson obviously can is also one of those actors that I think is. Name me a movie that you've seen Woody Harrelson in that you did not like Woody Harrelson. Not you didn't like the movie. Correct. Woody Harrelson. In fairness, Natural Born Killers is the only movie I've ever straight walked out of. After, but yeah, but that, it, was, that, that was that movie was not good. Correct. But to your point, Woody's great in everything. Everything. I've seen him play a cowboy. I've seen him play a psycho. I've seen him play a soldier. I've seen him play a psycho soldier. I've seen him play a cop. I've seen him play a dumb bartender. He was I mean, awesome. Uh, the first, I think, 
if I can remember anything, the first time that I saw him as a villain was in Planet of the Apes. And he was a dick in Planet of the Apes. Um, it was the I third wanna, one. I want to say, yeah, uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. Right. I want to say that I've seen him in something where he was the bad guy before that. But there are several movies that he's in that are so underrated. The uh, Wildcats. Money, yes. Wild, he was hilarious. Money, Money Train. Money Train, yes. Money. That that movie, like no one ever talks Wesley about Snipes. it. Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes and yep. and J Lo, and it was like this is a fucking fun movie. You know what other movie no one ever talks about that I really enjoyed was The Cowboy Way, him and Kiefer Sutherland. Sutherland. Never saw it, but it's, I would totally watch it's it. It's worth watching. Yep. Is it? Uh, listen, Kiefer's often. It's awesome a, it's too. an action movie. It was like a late. I think it was mid nineties. Okay. Uh, it's a, it's what it, it's what it is. It's it, not it's not going to win an Oscar. Nineties man. Yeah, but it was. <laughs> it's you're like you're watching. And you're going okay. I can get into this. So all um, right, cool. It's it brought in ninety million dollars its opening weekend. So they're the movies are getting back to oh, pre pandemic. Really? I numbers. saw that it had one hundred thirty two million. It now at the now remember we were supposed to record on Monday, so th- that those numbers could have been updated or whatever. But at the time that I was collecting this stuff, I mean it's no big deal. You don't have to look it up. No, I do because I want. I I feel like I was wrong. It Go ahead. made a lot of money. I mean this is pre pandemic money, so that's good news for the movies. Yeah, well, uh, Cheng Cheng Chi has been fucking killing it at the at the um yes. Which is also was also a very good movie, and that comes out on uh, Disney Plus on the twelfth of November, Disney Plus Day. They gave themselves a new holiday. My bad. Uh, the number I saw was the total weekend. Global, domestic, domestic. One hundred twenty nine okay. million for the weekend. Carnage, let there be carnage, made ninety million. Yeah, that's uh. The Adams Family two had seventeen million. Yeah, Shang Chi's made two hundred six million. Kids movies are always going to bring in yeah. good money. As they should, but that but that means that people are starting to go back to people are going they're back. taking their kids. But Shang Chi's made two hundred six million overall now. No, I went to I gotta start doing the box office every week again. I mean, yeah, I mean, it should, trust me, you, you're it's going to be justified here soon. I saw it on Thursday at four o'clock. It was it was I'd say seven. yeah, I know. Listen, I can't help your horrible whatever. No, whatever, schedule. whatever. I, I didn't want to go. Would you Would you have been able to go? Fuck no. I was, oh, okay. I was working. I was like, you cocksucker. Eat a dick. <laughs> um, What's, what, do you, what does he do, guys? What does he do? I'm fucking digging a ditch, and this guy sends a picture out with his feet propped up with no fucking <laughs> shoes on at the theater at 4 o'clock. I'm like, do you even work? I mean, yeah. I punched out and went to the movies. You bastard. Um, it was probably 80% full, but it was 4 o'clock on wow. a Thursday. So, yeah, it, it had a... It was a pretty full crowd for a four o'clock on a Thursday, so that right there told me that okay, you know, people are going back. So, um, fun movie. The end credit scene—I will not spoil it—but it changes the MCU as we know it, and it is. I was like the the crowd cheered when this said scene happens. Um, massive. It's ma- like Tony Stark's back. No, it is not Tony Stark. I I no, it, it's not that. <laughs> It was it totally caught me off guard, and I was pumped. Put it that way. Um, moving on. Today is a massive day. Battlefield 42, the open beta started. Early access. So if you pre-ordered the game like I did and Dylan did, um, as soon as I get home, in fact, I got up extra early this morning and played it for about 40 minutes. Took a lunch break, played it for another 35, 40 minutes, and then I will be playing as soon as I get home and uh, Friday night, I plan on having no sleep. How much is available on, during for the beta? It's one map, uh, Conquest, where you go through and you, you got to 
take over the checkpoints, but the map is so big that the checkpoints are now broken down into two sectors. So to get all game nerdy on you, you the map is so big that you have to take over multiple small checkpoints to take over the one part of the map, um, which is where you earn your points. And obviously, if you play games like this, you know what Conquest is. Are they letting you in the vehicles and stuff yet? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. The little birds are freaking devastating because they got the two mounted mini guns on the side. Um, there's an F-35 that is just brings hell from above. Uh, there's the transport um, Osprey with a 50 cal that's a low, uh, you can take the seat and shoot that thing. Um, there's a transport chopper. There's tanks, armed transport vehicles, uh, four-wheelers, kind of like a Humvee Jeep. Um, it, it's You'll see it. it. It is, if you're a fan of the Battlefield games, Call of Duty, you know, those type of games, military shooters, uh, this is, it looks incredible. There's a little glitchy, like there was a time when I got into a tank, the screen kind of flickered and stuff, but it's a beta. That's to be expected because they're still working out the stuff before the game comes out on the 19th of November for real. This game's going to be massive, going to be absolutely massive, and I will be gone for most of November and December. Okay. To put it lightly. Fair enough. Which fucking figures, because the game comes out on the 19th, I'll be up north hunting that weekend. So I'll be sitting in a tree going, fuck. I'll be in North Carolina that weekend. Yeah, it's... uh, But there will be plenty of Battlefield to be played later this year after November 19th. Sweet. It is incredible. And what's interesting, Xbox was chosen as the... Not official... It was like the marketing... Like, you know, when they show the game, it'll show the Xbox logo, or some will do the PlayStation logo. Even though the game's available on both consoles... You can play the beta on PlayStation if you've pre-ordered the game without a PlayStation Plus account, which is the monthly membership for the multiplayer and stuff. To play in an Xbox, you have to have the gold <laughs> membership. But it's crazy. There was a lot of Xbox people that were pissed off, to which I said, well, should have grown up and bought a PlayStation. But why? if you have an Xbox and you're upset that you can't play that game, why don't you have the Xbox Gold already? You can... Well, because you'd have to have the gold the to play Most online. I, it's just it was odd to me that they they have it set up that way. But you're right. Most people are. But you know, of course, like, well, that's not fair. Well, grow up and buy a PlayStation. Oh, it's oh, it's not fair. Let me let me let me talk to you there, young and let, let grandpa <laughs> let grandpa tell you a story about how life isn't fucking fair. Like I don't remember the last time life wasn't kicking me in the balls. But hey, let's worry about your free beta, you fuck. Come over here and get it old Uncle Urban's lap and let me tell you a story. Let me tell you the, the shooter gun <laughs> in the butthole. Um. So yeah, that beta is out. Um, it looks fantastic. And then, like I said, we get it back. We get the full game next next month. James Gunn. I know we talked about Suicide Squad. Both loved it. Great movie. Yep. Fun, entertaining, violent as hell. Um, has already been signed on to do another secret DC movie. We don't know the details. We don't know what movie it is. But James Gunn's doing another DC movie, as well as Guardians 3, which comes out in 2023. Um, and also, if you've already seen the Suicide Squad movie, you probably fell in love with Peacemaker, just like we did. And there's already been a first clip of that series that premieres in January on HBO Max. That character... Could be my new favorite. Such a douche. Like, an incredible douche. But hilarious. Yeah, oh yeah, he's funny as hell. Cena is... Uh, he. He's really come around... Like, he's not... 
He's always going to be known as the wrestler, but man, that dude can act his ass off. Serious or funny. I mean, he I thought he was really good in the Fast Fast 9 movie as a villain, but man, him as Peacemaker, I think is my favorite role of his. It's well, that it good. It would be hard to, for it not to be. That's how it, good that's how good the, the, it was. That so. scene with the axe. Jesus Christ. My favorite my favorite part in that movie is when he goes, but you didn't it's not a kill shot. He goes exploding bullets and you hear doop. And Idris Elba goes, no one likes to show off. And his his line is, they do when it's dope as fuck. <laughs> it is so and good. Idris, and Idris Elba goes, yeah, that's true. His delivery is yeah, it's, fantastic. It, it was good. And, yeah. He but, was fun. And, you know, James and I watched um, Vacation Friends like three quarters of the other night before I passed out and fell asleep. And, and we enjoyed the hell out of it. So he's he's really he's got some good stuff. He's really finding his groove as I'm an good actor. with it. Especially comedic stuff. He is fantastic. But he can pull off the physical, obviously. That, this is pretty much the the one thing that I read that made me the happiest. I don't know how long this has been known or if it was even officially announced. But New Line is producing a new Salem's Lot movie. It's already been cast and it will come out September 9th of next year. Uh, they cast uh, the kid from The Quiet Place. You know, the little... Dumb shit that turned on the space shuttle and got eaten up in the first part of the movie. Spoilers. Okay. Um, he has been cast as, I don't know which of the brothers it is, but he's been cast as Ralph. I think he's the one that gets turned, that floats at the window. Probably, I mean, I, I don't know if we've done this list or not. One of the scariest scenes yes. to me. We both had it on our list. Okay. Th- that scene will haunt me for the rest of my life. That's fucking creepy. Terrifying. And that was in the 70s? Yeah, 79, something like that. 79? Check us, check that, Brock. I think it was 79. And I don't... Um, it was the original movie with David Soul in it. Yeah. But anyway, which I do want to rewatch, as well as the series with Rob Lowe, miniseries. Um, next, I do know that we briefly talked about this, but we weren't sure. Expendables 4 is underway. Uh, Rocky is over in Europe right now, and pre-production is underway, so we are getting Expendables 4. I was, believe it or not, I watched Expendables 2 last night while I was working. And I could not be happier about that news. Oh, I'm I'm thrilled. But for some some reason, I couldn't remember Randy Couture's name. I kept wanting to call him Dave, Dave Batista, and I knew it wasn't Dave Batista. Oh, you mean, like actual, his yeah. actual uh, Randy so I'm, Couture? Yeah, I'm watching, yeah. So I'm watching Expendables 2 just because I just wanted something on in the background. The one they kept teasing about the ear? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't remember his name, so I pulled it up on IMDb, and I saw... Expendables 4. And I'm like, oh, I clicked on it. Top billing is a woman, which I'm fine with. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Who is but it? I, I, Megan Fox. It is Megan Fox. Megan Fox. It is Megan and Fox. And I'm totally fine with that. But there is no... Uh, and then it's and then it's Stallone, and then it's uh, Statham. Right. And after that, there's nobody else in it that Christmas. I know. Yeah, there's... Uh, I, there, I didn't see Dolph Lundgren, Jet Li. I didn't see Terry Crews. I didn't, they I, are... Te- Terry Crews not, but... Um, the other ones, the, the bigger ones, are going to be in That's it. That's some bullshit that Terry Crews isn't in it. Because well, Brooklyn Nine-Nine's over. He can go film that shit now. I, I I will try to get the details. All right. But we will we will still get our favorite Expendables in the movie. I'll, I'll, I'm call, sure. him. I'll uh-huh. call that motherfucker. I'll find his number. Who do you think going to be the bad guy? Because we went from, in the first one, I'll it, do was you a, one better. It, was, it was a nobody. Two questions first. Three movies, favorite to least. Two, one, three. Agreed. Um, who would you cast as the as the main bad guy in this one? 
And I will say it's going to be really tough to top Mel Gibson because he was awesome. He did good. Man, did he fuck just an evil guy. Um John Claude was was really good. What about um Carl Weathers? God, it'd be tough to have him be a bad guy. Yeah, but you know who I I have my perfect bad guy. Okay. Um if I can remember his name, which I should know. Fuck. I'm going to be really embarrassed. Well, your perfect bad guy means you know who the fuck it is. It's <laughs> I'm kidding. What movie? All the Batman movies. Why can I not remember Michael his name? Keaton. No, no, no. Uh, Batman Begins. Oh, Christian Bale? Christian Bale. I think he would be a great villain in a movie like that. He would, but I think that they kind of focus on like the 80s action genre guys, don't you? That's why I said Carl Weathers. You could sprinkle in some some new blood. I think it'd be sweet. Fair enough. Just after remembering him in American Psycho. Yeah. I mean, clearly he can do the physical stuff too. Yeah. I think he could really pull off that villain shit. Well, he's going to be a villain in the new Thor movie. I can't wait for that. To, I can't wait to get a peek at that. What about uh, now? I'm ro- now I'm rolling all the eighties. Now, if you want to go head. back to the eighties, um, you bring back Chung Lee from Bloodsport. Have you seen him? Is he? He weighs like eight pounds. Oh, so that's out. Yeah, he wouldn't. He's, be as, he as is opposing. old and frail at this point. Damn, it's too bad, Chung Lee. I know. Um, I know who the ba- the bad guy should be. Who? Don Johnson. Just double down. Make it him and Phillips. Well, you got to put somebody in there that can act. Dude, I. I no, I'm kidding. Don't, no, I'm kidding. Don Johnson might not be the good, great, great, good, a good because he, he he did some action movies, but not a lot in the '80s. But I'm just trying to think of iconic '80s people that would be in it. Michael Madsen. You could do that. Yeah. I, I there's it'll be interesting to see what they do. I'm just glad we're getting another movie in this yeah. franchise because it is, it's an it's it's the Avengers before the Avengers. They got to go with the R rating. Oh, without that's a doubt. what made three not fun to watch. I completely as as agree. It, and I don't need the blood and gore, but you have I, to have it, it when it, it's it needed. Makes, it makes it realistic. Yeah. I mean, they're mercenaries for God's sake. Right? How can you have mercenaries without some violence? That's what they do. Yeah. Well. I mean, fair enough. You can have a movie about butchers, but not have steak. Yes. For fuck's sakes. Oh, that's right. That's called the Disney Channel. Um, next thing so, is... So, so the marketing angel just said who the bad guy should be. Who? Liam Neeson. Well, I mean, he does have a special set of skills. He's got a special set of skills. You make him as Dark Man? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fuck it. Just go uh, all in. No. <laughs> um, October 15th, the new Halloween movie's finally out. Yeah. Halloween Kills. We only had to wait, I don't know, a year. So we're finally getting, starting to get all these movies that we were promised a year ago, which are coming out, but it looks like they were making the right choice because people are going back now and movies are making money, as long as it's a big movie. Halloween will make all the money. I'm convinced of that. Yeah. I mean, if you want if you want to show how good you are as a horror movie, go up against the champ, right? Uh, hey, would Ric Flair always used to say? To be the man, you got to beat the man. That's right. Uh, in October, he is the man. Yes, he is. Um, tickets are now out, and Dune comes out tomorrow. I did not buy a ticket, or I did not order a ticket for opening night. Why? Because Battlefield's out. That's exactly what I'll be doing right after work. And trust me, I sat there with my app open. I was like, fuck. When do does I... Dune come out in the theaters? Tomorrow. 
Oh, really? Like to- Yeah, the, the first shows are tomorrow. It's on Peacock or HBO Max? HBO Max. Um, I probably will watch that this weekend. I sat there and I'm like, fuck, I really want it. Because I, I will not see this at home. I will see this in a theater. This is a theater movie if there's ever been one. But I'm like, man, because this beta only lasts for four days. Like, it's over Saturday night. And then it's, oh. and then it's gone until... Well, then I don't even need to bother download it then. And then, uh, you know, the full game comes out November 19th. You probably won't even have time to play it, honestly. No, because I got a game tomorrow night. I got a game Friday night. So There you go. Done. Um, and I'm out. So... <laughs> But I'm like, screw it. I know the kid's been waiting to play it as well with me. So Thursday, as soon as I get home, I'll be playing that. Yeah, and but then... you could go see Dune Monday night if you wanted. I'd I mean, go see it know, Saturday or Sunday yeah. morning either, yeah. either as, as well. But yeah. Sunday morning probably. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> and then also, which really surprised me, the new James Bond movie comes out Friday. So you've got Dune and Bond in the same week. I want to see this. Now, here's the problem. They better be playing both of those in Dolby. They, they better offset them, which I've seen be. done before. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have. Like, they'll, they'll have like two screenings of one movie at like twelve and three, and then another screen of the other movie at four. Or five. Like they've done it, but those are two movies that have to be seen on that screen. The only, the only uh, Daniel Craig one that I have not seen is Spectre. I have not either. I I heard it was really slow and I, awful and weird. I but, tapped out after like but, a half an hour, but I will go back and rewatch it for the reason being that I want to see this movie. I do want to see this movie. This movie yeah. looks fucking good. And Batista's in it, so it's got to be watchable. Remy Malik as well. Uh, yeah, dude, he's so good. Um, in funnier news, <laughs> I saw this and thought it was a joke. On Netflix, there is a new movie slash choose your own adventure called Survive the Undertaker. Dude, James said the same fucking thing sitting in that chair on Sunday. He's like, can you believe this? Is this a joke? Is this I a joke? And I'm like... I thought it was a joke. Susan sent us the link. I watched the trailer, and I was like, A, okay, this is different, and it looks pretty cool, but two, the, the New Day is in it. They're obviously in the WWE, but they're entertaining as hell. Um, the... One of the guys has a YouTube channel for video games, Up, Up, Down, Down, Xavier Woods. He's a legit big-time video game guy. His I've watched his show a few times, like his channel. It's all, like, with new games coming out, like, he'll review it. He'll play it with other wrestlers and stuff. A lot of those guys are big-time gamers as well and have yeah, their own are. channels. Um, I Like, it's them trying to escape the Undertaker's castle and take his urn, but you have to choose your own adventure throughout the whole thing. Yep. Do you split up? Do you stay? Like I'm like, hmm, all right. It, it they, reminded me of the old Dragon's Lair video game. Yep. Wh- which one? Left you or right? Do? Left yeah, or right? Left or right? Yeah. And that's all it is. There's two choices, and you pick. They did. Um, uh, they did that. I think with the season finale of the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt was that that or there was a movie where they did that where you could choose different and it would like there was a John John Hamm was a bad guy in it. And there was different things you could do to eventually it would end up like he you blew him right. up or something. But they've done a couple of them. I'm interested. Uh, Bear Grylls has a series on Netflix of the same thing, which is very cool if you've never seen it. It's it's basically there's a mission. One of them is the one I remember. The one that I did all the way through was you've got to get medicine to a village okay. because there's you know a bunch of people are sick and this like antibiotics that'll save a bunch of lives or whatever. But you've got to get from his drop-off point to the village, and he's got to go through like 
do you trust this rope bridge or do you make a vine rope and scale down and waste a day to get through the valley to climb back up? Like, which do you do? It, it's pretty cool and it's it's fun. And then if you pick the wrong one, it'll say, oh, <laughs> that thing broke and you picked wrong. Sweet. Um, it's I loved those Bear Grylls shows. The one episode he did with Gina Carano was fantastic. I know with all the controversy with her, but she was she was great. Um, oh, you mean the controversy I, where she speaks her mind? Uh, yeah, you, oh, yeah, you don't, you can't you don't do give that. an honest opinion these that. days if you're a celebrity. How dare you? Uh, well, so he, no, you don't give you don't give an honest opinion if it's not their honest opinion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If, it's got to be their honest opinion. Yeah, as long as you're spitting their opinion out of your mouth, it's okay. Disney doesn't like free thinking opinions, people. I guess truth. So yeah, I thought that Escape the Undertaker was pretty funny looking, and I definitely will check it out. I don't know how long it lasts or whatever, but I mean, it it looks funny, and it fits the theme of October. Why not? Um, last two things I got is I'm caught up on Titans, season three. It's fantastic. Um, the Red Hood, Teen. T- I mean, if you've ever watched the Teen Titans cartoon, it's not the cartoon. It's a grown up version of it, and. It is a grown-up, like R-rated version, and it is fantastic. A lot of fight. There's there's blood and a lot of swearing and stuff like that, but it's on HBO Max as well. HBO Max is awesome. It's got it's got fucking everything. It's it's the best streaming service out there. Yeah, I completely agree. For what you get, the, I agree. I, I think that it, Hulu and Disney and ESPN Plus give it a run for its money because of the variety of, that you can get from that, but. HBO Max just has so many different things that you can watch as far as movies and shows. Hulu's nice because you can watch, you know, The Family Guy, the, the episodes, things like that. But, but HBO Max to have the things like, you know, I mean, as dumb as it sounds, Fresh Prince and Big Bang Theory and Reno 911 and Titans. The last two you just said right there, Big Bang Theory and Reno 911? Okay, I'm in. Friends. Yeah. Um, they've got they've got a lot. So Everything. Yeah. All the DC movies. Yep. All the animated DC movies, which yep. are fantastic. Bugs Bunny. Um, so. And plus the new movies that are coming out. Yep. So, yeah, I agree. And then uh, the other, the other, I I know nothing about it. All I know is you mentioned it, and I saw the trailer at the theater when I was watching Venom, uh, was for The Last Duel with Matt Damon and Kylo Ren. Jesus Christ. I don't even know what it's about. It's about... Two guys that, obviously it's medieval time, like we're talking Game of Thrones type stuff, suit of armor and way back. It looked like from the story from what I told, which is based on a true story, I guess. One guy accuses the chick of sleeping with him. She denies it, and countries almost go to war over it. And it comes down to Matt Damon requests a duel to to settle it, a sword fight. We is are going to fight. Yeah, and it... To the death! Yep. And it looks like they do, and they they go after it. So I, it just I love those kind of movies anyway. King Arthur, Legend of the Sword is I I own that movie, and I've seen it numerous times. It's uh, I think it looks pretty good. I'll end up seeing that. Nice, and uh, that's all she wrote. I heard this week that Top Gun's been pushed back to May now. Oh yeah, that that happened a while ago. Okay. It comes out. I mean, that'll kick off the summer season, which I'm fine. Whatever. I saw. Um, There's so much coming out right now that doesn't yeah. matter. I saw a Halloween movie that I can recommend. Uh, it's called Creep. Mm-hmm. Patreon guys, we talked about it a little bit on the pre-recording, but it's got uh, Mark Duplass from The League. He plays Pete. It's um it's a thriller, psychological type thing. It's not super violent, but it's it's almost like an office 
horror movie because it's a movie that you're watching and you're just uncomfortable mm-hmm. watching it. You're like, oh, oh, you kind of cringing and, but it's um, it was good enough. It, it was it was made it was written by Duplass and the other guy that's in it, the director, and they're the only two people in the movie. There's only two people in the whole movie. Really? Yeah, and it's kind of a found footage movie, but it's not a found footage movie. It is, but it isn't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, it was good enough that they made a second one, so Susan and I are going to watch the second one. But um, uh, I can recommend that movie for you guys to watch it. It's not It's not like you know Oscar or anything, but did, did Phil just text something that I need to see? All right. I saw, I saw him text on my watch. It's this group chat that we have leading into our Michigan trip with Phil and Ryan and and a, b- a bunch of my buddies. Jesus Christ! It is, this I, this group chat alone should be worth a Patreon membership just to be able to be included in it and read the shit that is being spoken between these fellas. A picture is that a picture of Phil? That's a picture of Phil holding a, a rifle. Of Phil holding a rifle, and the caption says, "Looking forward to seeing Ryan again." <laughs> this is a foul, amazing group of guys that you're about to to, to meet and tailgate with for the for the first time. Sprig, speaking of that, yeah, I decided since I'm going to the big house yep. that I needed to have a Michigan jersey. Fair, it's, and it's and it's okay. I should have a Michigan jersey. I agree. Anyway. So I wanted to get a Brady one. Yep. Because why not? Duh. So I go to Fanatics and I go to order it, and uh, they don't have the home blue in anything except medium and small. Fucking excuse morons. me. Uh, is is their their home is blue, right? They wear Correct. white away. Yep. I like the way the white looks. Hate it. But I, I, I would I would, I I should probably get the blue. The white Correct. looks good. So I'm like, damn. So I start bouncing around the internet trying to find what I'm looking for. Now Florida State has a school sponsored store called Garnet and Gold. The M Den is where you should have went. Well, that's what I was looking for. Okay. Okay. So I Google official University of Michigan apparel store. Mm-hmm. And this website pops up and I click on it. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, good to go. Looks just like Fanatics website and everything. I'm like, all right, no worries, all right, cool, cool, so so I'll find find what I want. Spelled with a K. No, <laughs> I found what I wanted. The price was fair. Right. I click buy, and it, you know do this, and all of a sudden I get this little wheel on my Buffering. on my screen, and I'm like, that's really weird. What's happening? And this symbol pops up, and there's Chinese writing under it, and I'm like, son of a fucking bitch. They're always watching. No, it, was, I, it ended up being one of those companies in China that yeah. I'm like, man. Hey, if you get it and it's good quality and it's here in time for the trip, so what? Yeah, I know. You got it. I know. I ordered the. I ordered a pretty sweet. It looks like a hockey, almost like a hockey sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's in the maze. Going to need it. That I'm going to wear underneath the yes, jersey. So, perfect. Yeah, looking forward to this. Yeah, it'll be an amazing trip. Uh, the fact that you've never been to a tailgate and we're going to this place with these quote-unquote gentlemen, um, that is going to be an experience. All, all I can picture is that scene at the opening of the Wedding Crashers where they show up and he goes, I'm Samus O'Toole. We're here to get drunk and yeah. look, figure out what's going to happen. So uh, It's more like in Step Brothers when they walk in in suits saying, we're here to fuck shit up. That's more accurate of what you're walking My two into. bugaboos are <laughs> having sex with old women for money bugaboos. and bear traps. Bugaboos. Those are my two bugaboos. What 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 do you consider a truth a fact about yourself? I am worthless before ten thirty. <laughs> <laughs> so good. All right. So it's October. Yeah. And uh, I mean, we we talk we start mentioning this month and what 
August. Pretty much. Like, we're hey, it's almost Halloween. How we're almost ready. Halloween. So this week, I mean, we pretty much have a theme for the top five list all October. Yep. Movie, monsters, whatever you want to call it. This week, we're doing vampires. I am going to throw a spoiler out. Go ahead. Those of you to listen so we can get some feedback. I yep. think we have an email they can send this to. Yeah. Our list, the final episode before th- or Halloween, before Halloween, will be our top five original ideas for a horror slash thriller movie. Okay. Gives me plenty of time to throw that's, some shit together. That's why I'm going to throw it out there. So that'll be our list. I already have I already have my number one. Okay. I don't know. I'm just kidding. It, uh, I, I always make that joke that my number one is instant. Dude, they don't know. Just roll with it. Yeah, okay. I, I'm, I'm so good. I already have my number one. There you go. So yeah, this week's uh, Vampires. I guess next week we're doing Werewolves. Next week we'll do Werewolves. And then I would say the week after that we'll do just Monsters in general. Boom. All right. It, it, basically anything, anything that's killing something. I like it. All right. Fair, like fair enough. Okay. So uh, I I don't know what – I mean, there's probably a dump bunch of different reasons why this month is so much fun and why I like it so much. But, like, a couple of things I wanted to ask you, like, what are some of your earliest memories of Halloween and why it's so fun? My earliest memories of Halloween was when I was a kid. My parents put me into a private school when I was young. It was a Christian school. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were – I think the name was Brandon's Nazi Prison Internment Camp. Um, I'm kidding. It was a really strict school. It was really I went bad. There. Yeah, you went there too. Yeah. Um, it was called but my house. One of the things. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things that they did do and excel at was they had a Halloween fair every year. Really? And they That's had surprising. They well, they didn't. They it was kind of like. Was it more focused on the costumes? The no, candy? it was just. It was just about. I think because remember, remember in the eighties and seven, early eighties, and the set, they had this, they had the scare with the apples and the razor blades and this and the place. So it was more about kind of like let the kids come here; they don't necessarily need trick or treat, you know. Blah, blah blah. It wasn't like the fifties when you just told little Johnny fucking be back before dark. Hey, side note: if you're passing out apples for Halloween, fuck off. Yeah, you're gonna if you're if you're passing out apples, you're gonna get some eggs in return. Um, oh, you're getting that apple in return. Yeah, at about thirty five miles an hour, or you might get the two barreled <laughs> shooter up the butthole. <laughs> click, click. There you go. So they would have this festival every year where they would have booths where you could do things like play games to win candy and stuff like that. And it was always just a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I remember trick-or-treating. I don't remember scary movies because my parents weren't into scary movies. I wasn't into scary movies. Right. But I, I, I remember things like It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. I oh, remember yeah. That, things like that. I remember getting up on Saturday morning. Halloween on Friday night was the best. Because you got up on Saturday morning and you watched your cartoon with this fucking pile of candy in front of you and you just bounced off the walls all day. The beat us. Yeah, that's that's what I remember the most. Yeah, mine's pretty fucked up. Uh-oh. Ready for this? Yeah. All right. Same type of thing. Halloween, obviously, you know, I remember elementary school, we would do the parade where classrooms would take turns and then we would go through all the classrooms so everyone could see all your costumes and everything like that. That's cool. It was very cool. And then the classrooms would pass out candy. So basically, the whole school took half a day to fuck off, and we walked around and showed everyone our costumes. It was awesome. There was a trip that we took as kids. Um, my dad at the time worked at an airport. This is a legit story. I'm not. I'm not making this up. He worked at an airport for a long time. Had was like basically had a co-pilot's license. My grandparents lived northern Michigan, up by. 
not Mackinac North, but and I, if I, the town is called Millersburg, but no one's going to know where that is. It's near Onaway, Rogers City, up in the Alpena, in that area. Do they sell Miller Lite there or Bud Light? <laughs> Both. Top. In fact, I think that was the the official city water. Um, put it this way: it's top right of the Lower Peninsula. Okay. Up in the mitten. Okay. So we get on this little Cessna to fly up there and proceeded to fly through a flock of geese. Oof. And there were feathers and blood everywhere when we landed. My mom was, I mean, I, I thought, I was too young to really know the difference, but she was hysterical. Like, I I don't remember it clear as day, but I remember it enough to, to where, you know, we were in a plane, and I thought it was, fuck, we're flying. This is amazing. Don't throw anything at me for asking you this, but when she got off the plane, did she smoke or drink? Uh, but I'm just going to double down and say both. Okay. Heavily. That could be where it started. I don't know. Um, she was normal until that goddamn Cessna trip. It was all about yeah. That that is my er, to this. That's my earliest like recollection of Halloween because I was in the old school Kmart Snoopy costume. Yes, plastic head, garbage bag colored as Snoopy that you wear over yourself with the two sleeve holes, and we flew in that thing up north. And it, I mean, flew through a flock of geese. Should have died. Wow, do you know what you have to go through after a prop strike like that? That's expensive. Uh, I mean, yeah, whose plane it was, I don't know. Clearly it wasn't ours. But, um, yeah, I remember that. But overall, I mean, fall, obviously football starting, The growing up in Michigan, the leaves, raking and burning the leaves. Um, Trick-or-treating, like, you know, I go over to Nick's every year for, for Halloween and we hang out in the driveway and me and my Deadpool suit – he puts on his German stuff. We pass out candy and just talk mad shit to kids that don't even try. Nice. And in a Deadpool suit, it works flawlessly. Um, kids don't trick-or-treat like they did when we were kids. It was a goddamn running of the bulls in Pamplona, Spain when we were kids. It was, we need to, we got to, we didn't use those pumpkins. We had pillowcases, and the goal was to fill that shit. Yep. Numerous house, numerous times around the block. It and nowadays it's like kids don't even care that much, which to me is nuts. But I mean, it is what it is. Well, but it was always Halloween was an amazing, yeah, time of year, and it was oh, there was so much to look forward to. Like I said, college football was kicking, was going strong. Cider mills up in Michigan are massive. Are that that's like that's what everyone loves most is it's fucking cider mill season. Go out there in the cool weather, get some fresh apples, that fresh cider that's made right there at the cider mill, and those amazing donuts that come right off of that little oh, assembly so line. Good. And you just watch them come down, and you're like, okay, give me about 10 of those. Hell um, yeah. It's, and then, of course, as I started getting older, the scary movies started coming around. And then, you know, it just stuck from there. So it's just, the you know, everyone loves Christmas. That's like, a, what, a week? I mean, when you really get down to it, the stress of being able to buy all the shit you want to buy, the decorations and all that stuff, which is fun. But October is like, it's the whole month well, for Christmas, Halloween. Christmas for me is the whole month. Because yeah. we watch movies together. We try and go out and do things. You know, we, we, we do a lot of things that are Christmassy. Yeah. But I, I feel where you're coming from. Yeah. I, I think I think that kids don't get into it now is because Halloween, really, when we were kids, was kind of a family event. The kids would take the kid, the kid, the, the parents would take the kids trick-or-treating. You know, like when I was little... We lived on a circle, 
like a, a circle, and there was probably 50, 60 houses on that circle. Mm-hmm. And we would just start out and just go to the right. Oh, at that point, it's a racetrack. Yep. We would just go to the right, and if the light was on, you'd knock on the door and trick-or-treat, and you knew everybody in the neighborhood, and everybody, the, a lot of the candy that you got, you didn't get every day, mm-hmm. you know, whereas now, kids eat candy all the fucking time, and... Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they and, and, and I also think that when we were kids, we didn't have a lot of things that we could go and do. Like, let, let's just take Chuck E. Cheese, like when we were kids. Chuck E. Cheese came around when we were kids and they had all the video games and everything because that's what that era was. But was before, before that, what did, where did kids go to do stuff like that? They had a carnival maybe once a year in their town or drunk uncle's house. Yeah. Or, you know, you, you could go to the skating rink. There just wasn't a oh, lot. Oh yeah, the skating There rink just was wasn't big. a lot of that type of things that kids would do. And Halloween was our chance to. We got to dress up in a costume and we got to roll. So, it's it's not the same anymore because I, I think there's so much out there. It's just overload as far as kids reacting to 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 doing a Halloween and, and stuff like that. But that's okay, Greg, because I'm going to have all the fun that they're not having, and I'm I, going to as I long agree. as I can. Let me ask you this question. Go. If you're sitting at home Friday night, you're to, to, let's say this Friday night, mm-hmm. you're sitting in your your man cave. You've got your PS5 controller. You're Accurate playing so far. You're playing Battlefield with Dylan, and all of a sudden you start hearing fucked up noises, mm-hmm. or somebody starts trying to break in, or something. You know things like that. You don't really want that. You don't want to be scared, right? You don't. Mm-hmm. You don't like to be scared. So why do people like to watch scary movies? What th- what what do people get out of that? I think it's the it's the rush, honestly. But is it a rush? Is it? it? it oh, absolutely, it is. Mm-hmm. Let let me just bounce that back in your court. Two in the morning, you hear a loud bang in the garage. Are you just gonna like? Eh, I'll, I'll check it out in the morning. Or are you like, what the fuck is that? Where's my gun? Yeah, but I don't like that rush. No, it. I. That's a. I mean, that's probably a bad example. No, no, it's it's perfect it's along Be- the same line. Yeah, because you're because you're getting you're you're scared. No, let me follow that up with: Are there any movies that actually legitimately scare you? Not now. Not now. We're so desensitized to everything that there's nothing in a movie, really. But there's shit that creeps me out. Yes, creeped out, different than scared, and that's that was the feeling that I got from creep. Okay, was it was like it's first of all, it was the reason I kind of liked it because it's believable. I, it I like believe dinner party level in the office uncomfortable. Yeah, it was like a it, it was it was two hundred dollar plasma TV you just killed. Susan Susan called it Mike's tots. Oh, how you know how remember right how there. uncomfortable yes. that was? Horrible. Now do that with a guy that's stalking someone yeah okay so you see what i'm saying so i i I get it i i mean they're huge people love to watch them i just i don't thrive off of that my my exhilaration my feeling that i thrive off of is watching a a two-minute drive watching aaron Rodgers drive down the field with 37 oh yeah yeah or 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 watching i don't know You, you know what i'm trying to say i just i don't i don't understand why people like that feeling if for me, I just think it's because those movies are so associated with Halloween. It's just part of the whole deal. I don't. Um, I've gone to Hollow Scream a couple times, and when Bush, I that's Bush Gardens, right? Yeah. When I been go, there once. When great I go, time. Yeah, it was fun. I had fun, but when I walk through the haunted house, I'm not enjoying it 
the the jarhead in me is like, okay, there could be someone right there. There could see that's almost not fair because you've seen some shit. It kind of it, eh, not really. I mean, probably not like some people we've, that listen to us have, but ninety nine percent of the people listening right now have not seen the shit that you saw through Paris uh, Island. Fair. Correct. Uh, fair. Okay. So that's the mode that I go into. That's I don't legitimately scared. I don't like that mode. Right. I, I don't like that self defense, self preservation mode. I I I have it. I could probably execute it fairly well. But so I get into that mode and like that the story there is I went with my brother and um and Quinn he was dating Quinn at the time they hadn't been gotten married yet and a friend of Quinn's right and I was walking at the back Quinn the two girls were in the middle and Ash was up front so something was going something happened and a girl behind me thought I was her boyfriend I had a hoodie on she reached up and grabbed the hood of my sweatshirt I almost hit her right cuz as soon as I felt that I'm like holy fuck I turned around it's like reflex. oh shit yeah I because you're, I'm on edge. I don't. Susan, Susan loves these movies. Loves them. Yeah. And I'm like, I enjoy the get shit the out of them too. Out. No. <laughs> yeah. Get. I don't even know you. See, I, I, I only watch them now because of her. And I'm right. learning to appreciate them. And there's some of them, but I don't go. Ooh. I can't wait to watch. I do not like. I don't like gore fests. I, I, I I'm not gonna watch gore fests. That's fair, and I agree with you. But I, I, I like a good... I, like I'm a, okay with suspense movies and Good stuff. example, House of a Thousand Corpses, a Rob Zombie movie. Yeah. I, it, it did nothing for me because it's just... point. Like it's. If I want to watch that, I'll watch like Celebrity Autopsy or something. It, yeah. It's... um, <laughs> I I enjoy all these movies just because to me it's Halloween. Good enough. I, I don't watch them around, you know... In, in You're not going to sit in, down in, in May and watch all 13 it, Friday the 13th. Exactly. Like, man, I should go for a good Voorhees movie right now. <laughs> but this month, hell yes, absolutely. Um, I I mean, I should not because I, I know I've said it before. As a kid, staying the night at a buddy's house, we watched Friday the 13th Part 2 with no hockey mask. He had the, the sack with the one eye cut out. Oh, Fucking terrified me. Yeah, it did. It terrifies I lost, me to this day. Could not sleep in my room. My mom was so pissed at me. Probably got beat, as usual. Um, could not sleep in my room. She was so mad when she found out that, well, I can't, you know, Jason. And, like, we talking about, like, this, you know, I want blah, blah, blah. And terrified because of that mask or that bag. Uh, a buddy of mine that still lives here in the area, he actually owns Parksdale Farms out there in Plant City. He had a birthday party when we were in eighth grade. And me, my best friend, Daniel Beal, a good friend of mine that's still on friends on Facebook, Douglas Taylor, David Dixon, and Jimmy Meeks spent the night at his house. Mm -hmm. And they had four movies. And we watched movies. Now listen at this mix. Better Off Dead. Okay. Armed and Dangerous. Okay. That's the John John Candy Candy one. Um. Shit, I can't remember the third one. It was a comedy. Okay. And Nightmare on Elm Street. Jesus Christ. And the first one they watched was the first one we watched was Nightmare on Elm Street, and it freaked me the fuck out. Yeah. I I, I just didn't I didn't I was like, um, can we um what are we doing? Yeah. Um which one of us is gonna die first? I hope it's you. <laughs> I don't gotta outrun everyone. I just gotta outrun you. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um yeah, there was uh Another one that, as a kid, I saw that legitimately freaked me the hell out was American Werewolf in London. I've never seen that. I need to see that. In um, fact, I need to watch it before next week so it can make my list. To this day, I have not seen the whole movie. Really? But I need to go back and rewatch it because of our list next week. It's supposed to be a classic. Yeah, you know what? One, you know what? One fucked me up. 
I think it was called The Car. And it was about a car that was possessed by a demon that would drive around and kill people. It would just run people over. And I was on restriction, as I always was. Also to us, known as being grounded. Yes. I was not allowed to watch TV. That was the first thing that I lost when I got in trouble. My parents would take TV away from me. Always. And we were living with a friend of my parents. My dad was building their house at the time. Right. So we were living with a friend, and she had a small house. It was two bedrooms with just like a living room. So I couldn't do anything like go to the bathroom without walking out and seeing the TV. And he's right. watching this on TV, on, on like it's broadcast television. I think it was called The Car. I'm going to look it up here in just a second. And it would just be like sitting looking at people with this like this like window tent level 9006. Like literally could not see through it if you smashed a hole through it. That's how thick the tent was. And it just be And it would smash somebody, run them over. Fucking scared the shit out of me. I only saw like eight minutes of this movie. Funny side story. The only haunted house that ever legitimately scared the living shit out of me was in Michigan, and we were walking down a section of it that, you know, you're, everyone's holding, like, shoulder in front of you um, because it was so dark, you know, and they, they make you go through in groups. So we're in. Now, picture yourself walking, say, through your garage. Pitch, but you can't see the light. You know, they, they there's... You know, a fence you're holding on to, a rope you're holding on to, whatever. Everyone's, like, bunched up. They tell you. You know, shoulder in front of you. Right. Out of nowhere, to your left, you hear a loud-ass car horn in the front grill of a car. Headlights pop on all of a sudden, coming straight at you on a track like it's going to hit you. That was scarier than any makeup monster that you can find. Oh my God! Look at that seventy-seven. Nineteen seventy-seven. Just seventy-seven. Pe- just running people over. Yeah, and that's what it, that's. And it was just this black like sedan, and yeah. he's watching it, and it's James Brolin's in it, and it makes sense because because it would be on national. It would have been on broadcast television. I was in third grade, so I was probably car off the cliff. Yeah, so I was probably like eighty-one or eighty-two. Yeah, that's funny. It, and it, it just scared it scared the shit out of me. Yeah, and you're I'm sitting here watching the highlights, and this this movie is cheesy as fuck. Oh, seventy scared scared me to death. Yep, scared me to death. Um. So anyway, that's just I mean that's just most of the reasons yeah. why we love. I love Halloween. I love this month so much. Like next month, I'm gonna go to Spirit Halloween and do up our back patio. No, nah, I'm not gonna go nuts because it's only you know three weeks left of it for God's sakes, but. I get into it. We got a sweet little red light that I bought from Spirit Halloween last year that it rotates like quietly through chopped glass or like cut glass so it looks like the ceiling's on fire. Oh, okay. I, it was like 10 bucks, but I'll bust it out every October. Why not? Or every Friday night. All right, uh-huh. yeah. Why not? Wow, wow. Nice. Um, Susan likes to decorate for the fall. She she likes yeah. Halloween. We got a lot of this stuff. We have fall-themed shit underneath the TV, you know, yeah. the orange... Tape, not tablecloth, but you know what I mean—the drop cloth—and you put the f- leave candles and all that shit. It, I did, love it. Did you ever go out on Halloween night and pull shenanigans? The only shenanigans that we did is we would scare little kids and take their candy. Well, I would call that fucking shenanigans. I'm yeah, I you're guess. fucking bully, dude. No, no it, just Halloween. Yeah, you took some little kid. You, oh my god, I don't, I don't even know if I can talk to you anymore. Where's the parents? You know what? You are a lower person than Urban Meyer. <laughs> I never stuck my fingers in anybody's butthole. Allegedly. <laughs> I never did shenanigans. I, I never went out and did shenanigans. We, I mean, there I was, bad there, there was houses getting TP'd 
in fun with a couple rolls. Oh, but, I've TP'd houses in fun, but it wasn't um, on Halloween. We never did eggs or we, no, we, it, never, it, it, we never did anything that was, you know, harmful to anybody. We never heard any, you know, nothing that would lead to actual anger or anything like that. But yeah, there were some kids in the neighborhood that deserved it. So we'd scare them and they'd run away and fair enough, drop their bag. I gotcha. And then we filled our bag. Boom. But you know, that, that was about the worst of it. I gotcha. Yeah. So, week one, vampires. Yep. Notice the shirt that I picked. I see that. My that, Batman that shirt. Man. Why not? We got to do our candy. We got new candy tasting here we got to do. Yeah. You want to do that? Yeah, why not? Yeah? You what sure? Do, yeah, what do we got? We're going to do those last because those take forever to eat. Dot, yeah. These are like my favorite cookie. But they're pumpkin, never a but fan. They're, but they're pumpkin spice. Alyssa Milano? Uh, well, yeah. All right. But... I just love the way the mint Milano's taste, but these things are so. Are those things usually filled with chocolate? Yes. Okay. Yes, and they're they got chocolate today too. I got all excited. I thought it was a box of uh, goldfish cheddar blast. Oh, those are good. But it's not. Those are those good. are really good. We'll Dude, see you if can I can mouth through a whole bag of those in no time. We'll see if I can get this open. Even they're pumpkin spice flavored Milano cookies from Pepperidge Farm because Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> Is anything not pumpkin spice this nope. month? They got pumpkin spice tires on sale at Tire Tires Plus right now. I want to find some pumpkin spice toilet paper. Hmm. They're pumpkiny. Riveting. Um, first bite, you can taste pumpkin already. Yep. It's good. It's not overpowering. It's like a dried, crusted pumpkin pie. Which isn't a bad thing. I will destroy a pumpkin pie. I could eat a whole pumpkin pie myself. I'm pretty confident. I think I have. In a whole <laughs> a whole tub of Cool Whip. Cool Whip. Snickers peanut brownie. Really satisfies. Susan found yesterday. It's not a pop brownie. I wish. Well, that'd be a fun podcast. Soup. Especially since I don't do weed. See how fast that goes off the rails. Susan found yesterday that Snickers is going to come out with a Cinnabon Snickers. Shut the... Blasphemy. Leave the Cinnabon alone. It's already perfect. Oh, it's perfect. I agree. If I'm ever going to get diabetes, that's how it's going to happen. They are so good. Cinnabons are so good. Especially fresh, like just cooked. Hot. With an extra tub of the goo on it. The Snickers peanut brownie is good. I mean, it's a Snickers. How do you fuck up a Snickers? You really can't. Put pumpkin in it. <laughs> Not going anywhere for a while. Have a Snickers. Yeah, it's not bad. These, I'm very intrigued. I mean, nobody's going to be passing that out for Halloween. No. Cookies and scream Unless M&Ms. Unless you're in the, uh, the gated neighborhood. These are M&Ms what? Cookies and cream M&Ms. They're called cookies and scream M&Ms. So it's cookies and cream. I prefer the regular M&M's. There's nothing fantastic it's about It's not them. that they're bad, but again, don't fuck with regular M&M's. If you really want that, get an Oreo. There's just nothing remarkable about them. They don't no. taste like fancy. Not at all. Let me see what they look like on the inside. Not a fan. Yep. It's just uh, got a little white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you like dots? 
No. I don't either. You know why? I value my teeth. That's why we had to have one of these last. I feel like one's going to come out when you eat those things. These are ghost dots. Oh, well, that changes everything. Yeah. Um, basically, I think they're the same flavor. Strawberry, lemon, lime, cherry, and orange. But they're all the same color. Well, that's fucking spooky. So you don't know what you're getting. You Sweet. want one? So it's like an Alabama famer reunion. Those are better than I remember. Yeah? Yeah. I remember being so hard you couldn't eat them. Yeah, that's true. I mean... It's a dot that's a different color. It's a, it's a fucking dot. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right. I mean, I don't think any of these are getting passed out on Halloween. Probably not. But I will say, out of all of them, that pumpkin spice cookie probably is the winner. It was good. It's really good. Yeah, I'll I'll munch on a couple of those on the way home. I'll let you have a couple of those for the ride. Oh, home. that's super nice of you. Hey, look at you. I pleased to aim. <laughs> <laughs> nice, very nice. Okay, so vampires. Vampires. Now, before we dig into that, I've already a couple movies into the October movie viewing season. Okay. I rewatched the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. Not a fan. Have not seen it? Not as good as I remembered it being. Really? Because you, you played it up that you like Jackie Earl Haley in it. I do. I could not get past the shitty makeup on him. I take that back. It's not that it's shitty makeup. It is just not. He looks like an actual burn victim. Is his mask not movie quality? It is not. He looks like he was actually, like, the burn, pat. like, yes, his face looks like he burned to death. So much so that there's no facial features like Freddie has in Robert England. You could see every smile, every smirk, every wink. Like, you could they see. They went too far with it. It's almost like it's a one-piece thing that was just itched to his, or uh, like glued to his a, face. Like his head's just a lump of fucking charcoal. Like when he's talking, the the mouthpiece just goes up. It, it just, I couldn't get past that. Okay. In the, it was just kind of, like when I watched, like, eh, well, I don't have to rewatch this one. It's just, I remembered it being better, and it, it, I was wrong. Okay. I was wrong. Well, hey. But hey, now you know. We can all admit our mistakes. Now I know. <laughs> Uh, the other thing that I watched, I've watched three movies already. The other one I watched was, um, of, well, I'll save the other one, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Okay. Because I have not seen that in a uh, probably 20 years. I, I haven't, haven't seen it since it came out on video. I, it's gonna, I'm going to say the same. Fuck, that is a good movie. That is a great movie. I remember being really good. It is. It's got everything. Like... Um, Jesus Christ, I am terrible with names today. Keanu? Yeah, he's, he's good, Oldman? but Gary Oldman as Dracula is the way they did the shadows behind, like the stuff that you just pick up in the background that it's um, the pit of whores that he got thrown into that are just mowing on him, feasting on him day after day. I mean, if there's a way to go, I mean, I can think of worse ways. I'm in. It was just a good movie. Totally absolutely forgot that Hannibal Lecter was Van Helsing completely forgot that was like Anthony Hopkins Anthony Hopkins see I cannot remember anybody's name today that's all right buddy hey you you got Van Helsing right I 
it was like a bonus. Like, holy shit, I forgot that that's him. Oh, shit. I just got a top five idea list idea. Oh, there you go. Top five actors that Mike can't remember the name of? No. Um, Most disappointing movie. Oh, okay. Like a movie that you were super pumped for when you watch it. You're like, this is shit. Right. That'll be I said th- I didn't want the salmon. This is running as horse shit. <laughs> um, rewatched that and loved every minute of it. I it was, I forgot how good that movie was, and the third one we'll talk about later. All right. So I'm already, I'm already two knuckles deep into this. Let's see the. Ho- <laughs> I mean, too easy, right? It's way too easy. Um. The only horror movie I've watched so far this year was my fucking fantasy teams this past weekend. It's a rough scenario. I lost in my fucking big money league by 1.4 points. Oof. <clears throat> Oof. And because I left Cordero Patterson on the bench. It's so going to happen. It happens. It's going to happen. I'm three and one. I can't complain too much. There you go. Um, I'm going to be watching a handful of new movies this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to try and get to through all the, the Friday the 13th just because. Just because. Don't have to, but I, I applaud don't, the don't, effort. Don't have to. Um, I'm going to watch one called Let the Right One In. Oh, which one? The American one or the, the Swedish one? The Swedish one. The American one is actually better than the Swedish one, and that's because of the chick from Kick-Ass. Okay. She's great. Yeah, I, I've heard that she's good. I, she's fantastic. We're going to watch the Swedish one because it gets more acclaim like in the art community, but, hey, it's but deserved. I, I've, I've heard they're both really good. So. I, believe it or not, I've seen it. Oh, I've yeah? seen both. It's it deserves everything okay. that it's getting. I want to watch American Werewolf in London. I need to rewatch that. I want to see because um, next week we are doing werewolves. Yep, there was another one that I needed to, that I, I I can't remember what it was, but I I just got to find the fucking time at this point, and I feel like I, I feel like I let our listeners down because I spend so much time. They are totally let down. Not putting it into you know this. I mean, but, I'm killing it. Yeah, duh. I mean, I'm duh. It I up. mean, you're available to come on the night scheduled. Even I'm like urban on a dance floor. <laughs> I am getting in everything. All right. <laughs> Again, too easy. Yes, too easy. Uh, so that's cool. All I right, mean, cool. Two things that I want to mention before we do our actual list, because, like I said before we started doing this, this is the hardest list that I've had to do in the two plus years that we've been doing this. All right. This was very, very hard to whittle down for me, so I have some that I at least want to bring up before I try to figure out my top five. One is what we do in the shadows. For fuck's sakes, dude, this show is so goddamn funny. I can't stop watching it. I'm already in season three. I just started this show a week ago on Hulu. Laszlo, to me is the funniest vampire to ever grace the small or big screen. Oh, for for reals. He <laughs> You just have to it's not even it doesn't even do it justice to describe it. Um the best way to describe this show and I think I told you before is if you take the way they film the office along with the humor of it's always sunny in Philadelphia, mash that together in a vampire house with three vampires, there there you go. You've seen the episode where they had to go before the Vampire Council, right? Yes. Did you notice the Vampire Council? Yes. Did you notice who all the people were? From the movie. Mostly, yes. There were some people that were not... Taika Waititi was one of them. Correct. But everybody that was on the Vampire Council has played a vampire in a movie. Okay, that I'll have to go back and rewatch. But I just... Because I had heard the original cast of the movie shows up 
couple times, if I'm not mistaken. Taika Waititi's in there a couple times. They they are on the council, but uh, Tilda Tilda not Tilda Swinton. Yeah, Tilda Swinton is mm-hmm. in there. Um, the guy that kind of looks like the rock star. He's always he always had the leather pants. Yeah, um, every, he shows up. Every one of those people have played a vampire in a movie. Very clever. The, I mean, and there's some good cameos. Craig oh, Robinson. Yeah. Oh yeah. As so the vampire good. killer, so good, so fucking funny. This show is, I'm telling you, if I mean, obviously, people should know my sense of humor by now. This I, show, if you, I'll say that if you like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, you will love this show. And I had forgotten the episode with Mark Hamill in it, where Holy Laszlo sh- goes on the run for Jackie Mark Daytona. Hamill because he owes him money, and his disguise is he gets a, bar, a job as a bartender and puts on jeans and a coaches. A toothpick and, and a, a toothpick. toothpick. That he, is his disguise. And what does he do? He coaches women's volleyball or something? Yep, falls in love with hysterical. them. Like he, he grows so attached that he wants to make sure that they get to states. So fucking and funny. And his fucking name, Jackie Daytona. Jackie Daytona. So good. And Mar- I, you just, you have to. I just wanted to applaud you for that show. I didn't. It's a show that I didn't think I was going to like, but because of the time of year, I'm like, okay, I'll, why, I'm out of shows. I have no shows to watch. The Possessed Doll. Absolutely hilarious. Fucking cracks me up every time you see it. How they make that doll get the facial expressions that it does, it's it's epic. It's, it's got to be an animatronic. It would have to be. It's it, epic. Um, the other thing is the nerd in the house. Guillermo? No. The energy vampire. Oh, the energy vampire, yeah. Absolutely hilarious by being just the most bored. Like, that's his power. He gets strength by boring people to death. He was in the office. It is just a great show. It's, it's and amazing. it is funny as hell. And it's just a half hour comedy, so it's not like a hard watch. Yeah. I knock a few episodes out a it's day. A, it's an easy watch, actually, if you get right down to it, because it's fun. It's fucking it, hilarious. It moves dude. Fast. Laszlo so I Laszlo's my favorite. He's getting to be up there with one of my favorite TV characters. He's so good. He just talks about banging everything. Yeah. Like when they're preparing for the orgy, the vampiric orgy that happens every so many years. And he's like, oh, we're going to need tarps. He's like, no, I will totally ejaculate straight through that thing if you don't put a tarp down. I'm like, Jesus. This is not a PG show either. No, obviously not. But it's fun. There are F-bombs galore in this. It is. It's a brilliant series. (laughs) Nandor's over-accented voice is classic. Um, the other one I wanted to mention that's a good re- or a good watch if you've never seen it. I still have to finish the series. Was the Strait, which came out on FX. Uh, it was only four seasons, I think. I have to go back and finish the last that's season. That's Guillermo del Toro, del Toro, right? Um, I believe so. Yeah, it was a series on FX. Yeah, um, it, it, it vampire series. So it's I figured a, I'd mention it. Was taken from a book. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Sure was. Um, but that I just wanted to mention those two. Gotcha. Definitely worth watching. Excellent. Fucking Laszlo. I can't even stop thinking about it now. He's so funny. All right. You, me? You're me. You, because this is going to be tough. Okay. Uh, my number five was Blade 2. <laughs> All right. Let's just talk about it, because that's on my list. It, it was the most fun of them. I agree. It was, I think well, it was... I would say it was the most... You liked three because of Ryan Reynolds. The comedy in three yeah. was better. But but I'm talking to... It was the most fun, like as a roller coaster action movie ride. It was the best action movie, yeah. yes. It, and, um, and Ron Perlman. Yeah. I mean, it's Blade. You know what I mean? But it just... The action was good. The scenes were good. I just enjoyed Blade 2 simply because... 
I, I, th- I think it was the best of the three. My favorite per- person in, in two is Nomak. Yes. The bag. That guy is terrifying, and you'll recognize him because he was in Hellboy 2. He played almost damn near the same character, all white with the long white hair. He was the villain in Hellboy 2. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I could not agree more. Blade 2 is just a very fun vampire movie. Gotcha. And that whole series is, let's be honest. But Yep. Right there on my notes, Blade 2. No Mac. Um, all right, so I don't have to mention that one. That that helped out. Thank you very much. You're welcome, buddy. That's what I'm here for. Appreciate it. Um, this one will march off because we've just talked about it. So, all right, I'm getting there. Salem's Lot. Um, again, saw it as a kid. At that one scene alone was so scary to me at that time. I barely remember the rest of the movie. I honestly don't remember any of the movie except that scene. I don't think I've ever seen the movie, but I have it on my list to mention as an honorable mention simply because of that scene. It is on Amazon Prime. I think it's like three bucks to rent. Um, I'm not fucking paying Amazon <laughs> shit. I mean, yeah. Fucking Bezos. <laughs> um, I do want to rewatch that, and I do want to rewatch the miniseries with Rob Lowe because I did watch that, and it was good, but God, it was so long ago. Yeah. I mean, what, what was that, 90s? Salem's Lot? Yeah, no, the miniseries with Rob Lowe. Salem's Lot was in the 70s. I think it was 79. Check it, Brock. Salem's Lot was 70s. Rob Lowe, the Rob Lowe miniseries. God, I thought that was, oh, no, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking uh, Fright Night with Colin Farrell. Yeah. Was that the, that was that, is that the one that they remade, Fright Night with Colin that, Farrell? That was a movie they okay. remade with Colin Farrell, yeah. Okay. It wasn't bad. It wasn't as good as the original. It, yeah, I still have problems with the original because I, I just did not like the nerd. Yeah. And his teeth were so fucked up. I was like, ah, that's, I mean, eh, whatever. But 80s. What, what so they are, do? so there's, so there's the remake. Uh, 2004, Rob Lowe and Andre Brower. 2004, okay. Nice. Um, yeah. So I return, I did not know there's a sequel, a return to Salem's never, Lot. Never saw it. I mean, because what are you going to do? But, I mean, check it out. Holy shit, dude. Uh, the Salem's Lot, the new one is Spencer Treat Clark, Alfred Woodard. All right. William Sadler. Sweet. John, John Benjamin Hickey. All right. Don't know any of them, but... Don't me either, I'm, but the names are great. They're I'm fun hope, to say. I'm hoping it's going to be good. Uh, number four, Interview with a Vampire. I knew this was going to be on your list. I did not like it as much as everyone else did. I just I just thought that, well, first of all, what's her name? And Aaliyah? No, I'm thinking of a different movie already. Queen of the Damned. Yes, I am. And... Ah, uh, the woman that wrote those books, the, the the Queen of the Damned, the, the, Anne the, Rice. Anne Rice. There you go. Look at me. Hey, hey, look at me. You got one. I got an author and an author of an all author, of all holy people. Shit. You're you're a closet book book nut, aren't you, Mike? Total nerd. Um, I I, I just really liked the performances in this. I, oh, I, I I'm not it, saying it's a bad movie. Yeah. It just to me, it was. I'll. We we also have to understand acknowledge it was more story based than anything else. We also have to acknowledge that I have not seen a shitload of, of vampire movies either. That's fair too. So um, now I made my list. James made his list. I found out that there's a couple of movies that I would have had on my list if I'd have realized they were vampire movies. We'll get okay. to it. All right. Um, but Interview with a Vampire. I mean, I saw it in the theaters. Freaking. So did I. Uh, what's the the little girl? The one that ended up playing Spider Man's girlfriend. What's her Kirsten name? Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. She was amazing in I'm that fucking movie. Uh, yes, you are. Um, that I mean, she was incredible. It was just, it was kind of like an, an epic, and it just, I mean, 
Uh, is it a movie uh, that I watch all the time? No. No, because it's not a Blade. It, yeah. It, th- that is a... That's not a fun watch either. It's a good story. It's painful to watch. Yes. Um, best part about that movie, that I, to me, the best part about that movie is at the end when they start playing Guns N' Roses doing Sympathy for the Devil. Yep. I love that version. Perfect. Absolutely yeah, love it. You know who else does a really good Sympathy for the Devil version is Ozzy. Oh, I can imagine. He's got an album that's got covers on it. Jesus. It's fucking cool as hell. I'm going to listen to that on the way home. Yeah. Um, I will mention, because I didn't have it because it just popped into my head, Queen of the Damned, specifically for the soundtrack. It's really good. Oh, that sound. I played the shit out of that soundtrack for over a year. It was that good. It was a good movie. It was. And I don't know what's based. Watch this. I know it's based on the same vampire that was in the Anne Rice books. Lestat. Yep. Look at that. See? I'm cultured as fuck, boy. <laughs> you can't say that when I'm taking a mouthful of drink, you son of a bitch. That's the best time to say. Yeah, it. I'm sure it is. All right, all right. Uh huh. All right. Um, what number are we on? Your number four. My number four. Perfect. I'm going to say Vampires by John Carpenter with James Woods and Daniel Baldwin. Never seen it. It is. But it's John Carpenter, so it's got to be pretty good. It's John Carpenter. James Wood is a vampire hunter. Uh, Daniel Baldwin is like his main helper, like his his right hand guy or whatever. And they basically they go around and they hunt vampires. Um, it's 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 not Big Trouble in Little China. Obviously, it's a different type of movie, but it's right. I put it along those lines because it's James Woods, for God's sakes. He's he's cool as hell, James. I I fucking love James Woods. I mean, he has love a high him. school and or he has a school and Family Guy. For God's sake, yeah. James Woods High. He's right? just he he's a he's just his his roles that he take his taken in movies that he's done have been so good. There was a movie that he did with uh, Michael J. Fox called The Hard Way. Mm-hmm. That movie's great. It's great. Um, it's I will say that he's very. It's it's one of those movies that if it's on or if you can find it, and watch it for free. Watch it. Just because it's October. So I got uh, American and vampires. There's some actually very cool ways that they kill vampires in this because you always have to, obviously in the movie world, vampires are always going to hide in the dark. They have a way that they handle that. Mm-hmm. That is brilliant. Nice. And it's and it's fun as shit to watch. So just out of curiosity. Yeah. If the sun kills vampires. Mm-hmm. How come the light from the moon doesn't kill vampires? Because the moon is reflecting the sun's rays. It's weaker. It's not direct. It's, hey, it's well, you know what else with. isn't direct? What? I don't know. Congressman. But Sign language? Yeah. Something. Maybe. Who knows? Okay. All right. Fair enough. Whatever. It's a stupid answer, but I'll accept it. Just a reflection. It's filtered. Oh, okay. For, it's filtered to get all the chemicals and stuff. Okay, it's, good. Yeah. It's just a redirect. Nice. It's not coming straight at you good enough like urban on a dance floor um straight at you from behind uh, all right uh my my number three is the lost boys yeah so good it is it's so good there's nothing wrong with that movie really there's nothing bad that i can say about it i'm just not as a huge a fan of it as other people are but again the soundtrack the soundtrack and it's got some (laughs) dude it's got it's got some iconic actors in it with some you know what i mean jack bauer is a vampire are you kidding Corey Feldman and uh, Frog Brothers. Yep, yeah, there's a uh, 
Corey Haim's in it too, I think. Yes, they're the. Um, what What does the old man say? I don't know. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Uh, Santa Clara Vampires or some shit like that. Like it's it's a it's a great vampire movie. Yeah, it I is. Nothing bad to say about it at all. Gotcha. Um, I have this is number what three three has to be Dust Till Dawn. Okay. That to me is a different kind of movie because it's two movies in one. First half of the movie, you get a kidnapping video or a kidnapping movie with George Clooney and, and Quentin Tarantino. A horrible person, creepy pedophile in Quentin Tarantino Ugh. that loves feet. Um, and Harvey Keitel as the preacher dad. And then out of nowhere, after you're like, is this movie? I thought this was a vampire movie. Shit just hits the fan. You go in that movie, you go from a terrifying, realistic movie. Abduction movie. Yeah. The I, opening scene of that movie is it's, terrifying. It's, it's you bad. feel for the, the store owner. Oh, yeah. Terrifying, realistic movie to batshit crazy, two steps away from Big Trouble in Little China. 100%. Jokes with the cheesy effects. Some of the best kills. Oh, yeah. Ever. Dude, Cheech Marin. <laughs> Titty twister. Yeah. Pussy, pussy, pussy. Stinky pussy, fat pussy, skinny pussy. What it, the best line he says after this whole big rant on the bar, or this whole big monologue he does about welcoming people into the titty twister, and he talks about pussy for, it seemed like, five minutes. Forever. With all these different sayings and play on the words, he goes, if you can find a pussy better somewhere else, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like... What is happening right now? Because this is not what we just watched for an hour. No, it's not. It's really, really weird. And shit just goes off the rails in the best way. And let's be honest. Academy Award winner from Top 5 for Fighting, Salma Hayek, as a vampire. The queen vampire. It does not get any better. Two big reasons why you need to see this movie. The shots... The, the just of crazy special effects with the shots of the gun the stuff blowing over. I thought over. you were talking about the shot she pours down her leg off her toe into Quentin Tarantino's mouth. Yeah, that's kind of gross. Is it? Yeah. Is it? It's feet, bro. It's, it's feet. Hayek. I'm not Rex Ryan. It, 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 hey, fair enough. That's Selma Hayek. Yeah. I mean, okay. You can tell Selma Hayek no? Maybe. With a 10-foot python wrapped around her neck? Maybe. Yeah. I I, I don't know. Depends on what we're drinking. You want to know how good From Dust Till Dawn is? No, let's face it. It doesn't matter what we're drinking. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> I'm not saying no. Yeah. Uh, you want to know how good I think Dust From Dust Till Dawn is? It how was good? my number two. Is it really? Yeah. But it was a tie. Really? It was a tie. Okay. It was a tie with Bram Stoker's Dracula. Because I, I, I couldn't... It was hard to not say... I'm so glad I rewatched it this weekend. Because my number one was definitive. I knew it from the get-go. Okay. But the, both of those are... For completely different reasons, Bram Stoker's Dracula is it's an it's an epic vampire movie made from an epic novel that's been around for th- hundreds of years, based on a hundreds real of decades person. of years. Yeah, based on a the real whole person. lore. The I mean, obviously that's why we picked this topic, but the whole legend of Dracula being based in real life mythology mm-hmm. with Vlad the Impaler. I mean, it literally, it made me want to, like, read about it. Yeah. Like, look it up. Just like when, you know, I told you about Battlefield 1 made me want to research World War One, which I did for a year. This movie 
all of these movies really make you want to read about Vlad the Impaler and all the just horrific shit that he did to put fear into other under other people. Well, Dust Till Dawn, like we said, goes from the terrifying thing to the completely hokey, fun, off the rails movie. But Bram Stoker's Dracula is literally like it's 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 like a Star Wars of 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 a Dracula movie. It's the acting. I mean, that's that's a that's a stupid reference. Forget I said that. No, it's, it's not. Got, it's got it's on it, a big scale. It's got good acting and good dialogue with deep story. Great special effects, a lot of background, a lot of things happening and going on and it just kind of sucks you in. Everybody says, "Oh, I didn't like it cuz Keanu Reeves accent was stupid." Fuck off. Fuck <coughs> off. Yeah. Period. So, it was hard for me to Here's he, if he, my, if I had not seen my number 1, I would probably give Stoker's The Edge as far as number 1 because it was that's what a vampire movie sets out to do, to be creepy and shit like that, whereas Dust of Dawn was meant to be fun. But I still. will say that is the perfect vampire movie. Bram Stoker? Yes. I think so. Just because it has all of the... Uh, it has what you want in a vampire movie. It has all the different layers of... Um, what He's obviously not a good guy, but you can sympathize and understand why he got to where he's at. Mm-hmm. It's, um, the... The simple little things they did in that movie, like I said, with the shadows, like, you know, he's he just shows up out of nowhere, but his shadow behind him is like reaching out like he wants to fucking strangle Keanu so Reeves. Creepy little yet things. Not little creepy, things you yeah. notice. Like Michael Myers in the bedsheet that the camera's not focusing on. You just happen to see it and you're like, Jesus Christ, I didn't see that coming. Yep. Uh when he cuts himself shaving and Dracula crabs the straight razor, but he fucking four-foot tongue comes out and licks his neck, and he's like, that is just gross. Yeah. But scary and, to say. And then Keanu knew he was fucked. Yeah. And uh, Gary Oldman, with anything except tippy-toes, he can make reading the dictionary amazing Ama- to watch. It, he's so good. Gary Oldman is the bad guy in the Book of Eli. Phenomenal. So good. Phenomenal. Yep. To me, he was the best part of that movie. Yeah, But anyway. Uh, yeah, and this is how good that movie is i think it was uh when did i watch it saturday or sunday i just intended on cleaning up my my cave room so i was going to put it on in the background next thing i know i'm in my chair with a blanket in a in a drink like i can't stop watching this got it got it got to finish because i forgot it's been so long yep it's that good i agree nice job thanks it also helped me whittle down my list Are you next? No, I No, I just went. That was number what? That was my that was my number two. My tie. I tied for number two. All right. So my number two is Underworld. It's good. I it's fun. Every one of them, including Rise of the Lichens, which the first one's the best. First one is by far the best. Um two was really good. Uh, one, it was. I remember seeing it at the theater, and I was like, "This two, is two was the one at the end where she kills the guy with the big silver sword, right? The arch yes. guy. Yeah, that one was that one was pretty good. I preferred the one that went back in time over that one. The Rise actually. of the Lichens, yeah, with Michael Sheen. Yeah, Look at, dude. Now I can't. Rem- I can't forget anybody's name. Can't, now you can't, you can't miss. Yeah, where it shows him getting in charge of the werewolves. And I would. I would in a, in the order. I would go one Rise of the Lichens, two, and then the last one. Yeah, the last one was got kind of straight trash. Awakening. Yeah, it not, was not great. It was pretty fucking bad. Yeah, I mean, I would rather watch a Resident Evil movie than that. That's how bad it was. <sighs> Oof. Fair? Uh fair. But um 
Yeah, Kate Beckinsale in black leather. Okay, I'm in. Not even that. Just the just the the story alone. The story and the way that they had like the class system set up with the vampires that they should have dealt with more in the second one than just going off the rails and going, oh, we're going to kill shit. Because right. that's kind of what they did. Well, um, the war between the two. Right, but that's why I like the third one, Rise of the Lycans, because it showed why we have what we have between the vampires and the werewolves and right. stuff like that. Uh, the first one, I, I had some solid action scenes, too. Oh. Solid action scenes. UV bullets. <laughs> yeah, right? Fantastic. Right? The shooting range where they had the actual... Um, bus the statue bus that show up and that's what they're shooting yep um and then they have the silver fold filled bullets um but there's just a lot of good it that one had that's a great action movie yes it, it really is i agree um yeah it, it was i i had to have this on my list because i i love those movies period good enough yep uh, my number one wasn't even wasn't even a choice what we do in the shadows See, I loved I, it. I like the show better than the movie. The show was off the rails more than the movie. Correct. But, but the movie was so well executed yep. and so funny. Dude, the werewolves. Every time you ran across the werewolves in the movie, fucking nerds. I'm just fucking laughing my ass off and they the they're chaining themselves to the uh, and the one when the guy ate the pizza, it, it, it's just and and I I I think I like the way that uh, Taika Waititi and the other guy, Cliff, 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 I can't remember his name, the Jermaine Clement, mm-hmm. um, who's actually the guy who played the the voice of the crab in uh, Moana. Um, he, uh, the way that they portrayed them, I liked those characters, and that was more on board with them. But like Nandor and Laszlo, and God. they they're just so much farther off the rails. It's just. It's more of a romp than it is like a, a movie it's, that they put together. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. It that's is, exactly that's what the exactly level what of humor is. that the show is. But the jokes and the 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 smartness that they used in the movie when they go to the fucking zombie. When the movie's to, more subtle. Yeah, when they go to the dance and they find out that everybody there is undead. Right. And they're all pissed off. It was it was great. It's just it's just it's it's. It's, I'm not. It's brilliant. No, I know you're not. You like the movie better than I or the show, and I can understand that. But I watched the movie, and the movie made me want to watch the show. So it's not like I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. But I knew it was super popular, so it was again on the weekend, and I found it. I think it was three bucks. So I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. I got I got nothing else to watch right now. Well, you told me you had watched the first couple episodes of the show, and I'm like, dude, you should watch the movie. And you're like, oh, do I need to see it to understand it? And I said, right. no, but. It, it, you'll appreciate it a lot more than like, all right, fuck it, I'm in. And but it did. It. It, it set up the show so much better yeah. for me. So, yeah. And plus, Taika Waititi is hilarious. Um, it's, I can't, I mean, I can't argue. It, it's, the show is fucking legendary. It is. It really is. It is. Um, my number one, much like yours, was not even a question, and that's Dracula Untold. I have not seen this. I need to see it. I instantly would tell you to move everything down and put that at the top of your list. Um, this is a movie that I... It's so different than everything else because it is a basically the precursor to him becoming Dracula in a way that I don't, I don't think's ever been done before. Yes, his family's involved. It's not just his wife or his lover or whatever like that. He's got... It starts off with he is the prince of wherever and they have a 
war understanding, what at long standing like truce with the Turks. Well, the Turks now come back. There's a guy that's now in charge, or like the king or the prince or whatever, that r- rules in their armies way more than what they like. It's not even close. They just they have this standoffish understanding because they used to be friends. Well, now they turn dickish and like, hey, you know, it's we need a thousand of your boys. As you know, we're not going to do anything. We're not going to mess with you or anything like that. But we are tribute. We need payment of a thousand boys, including his son. Bad move. So it's you know he's supposed to give up his son and this whole thing, and he chooses not to. And there's a mountain. I mean, I don't want to give anything good away, but this is how the movie starts to show you, out of desperation, what happens to drive him to do what he does. And it's just Luke Evans is awesome. I mean, this is the guy that we were talking about that should be the Submariner in the X-Men movies or, yep. or in, the, in the MCU coming up. Um, he's a villain in one of the Fast and the Furious movies, uh, Shaw. I love this movie. I just watched it again the other night. Freaking love it. All it's, right. It's got everything. Like, it's got scary vampire-type stuff. Um, there's revenge. There's, you know, all of the myth mythos for vampires and Dracula and you know, his nickname is Vlad, and he did put a lot of people on pikes for reasons and before, but he's trying to keep the peace, and he can't, and you just don't fuck with a guy that can do that. Yeah, fair enough. I, I love it. I uh, I will watch it numerous times this month. Okay. Because it, to me, it's that good. Where do you watch that's it? That's just me. Oh, living room. I got to have the sound bar, the no, big no, no, TV no. and everything. Do you own it? Do you watch it on streaming or what? Oddly enough, I don't own it. So how do you watch it? I downloaded it. Allegedly. Oh, okay. I'll try and find it. Let me see. Um, actually, actually, I can put it on a thumb drive and bring it over for you. I have... It's that good. Let, let me see if it's streaming, so if anybody out there that hasn't seen it wants to watch it. I think it is on streaming. Called, I think it's on Pluto. Pluto TV, if you have a Roku. It's called Dracula Untold. Luke Evans plays Dracula. The guy that plays the leader of the Turks is the guy that played Preacher in the Preacher TV series. Which is almost unrecognizable because he's such a dick. You can stream it on DirecTV, MaxGo, Sci-Fi, or Cinemax. You can rent it on Apple, Amazon, YouTube, Vudu, Redbox, or DirecTV for $4. And if you have a Roku, download Pluto TV, which is free, and it's on there as well. Because I almost did that, but I had it downloaded in HD, so that's what I did. Yeah, why not? I, I love this movie. Okay. Absolutely love this movie. Well, if it's that good, I'll have to give it a whirl. It's just an original story. And the way that it's done is, it's to me, it's just perfect. The guy that plays, I'll just say, the vampire that's hidden in the big, huge, scary mountain is also the guy that played uh, Tyrion's dad in Game of Thrones. Oh. He's such an asshole. He, uh, he was Brother Noomse in Golden Child, he, and he was in Last yes. Action Hero. He nice. is very, very good He's as good a actor. scary fucking monster. He's a good actor, I think. Yeah, super good. So that's my list. Perfect. In fact, now I want to rewatch it again. So now James gave us a list. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing this. And he had, and James loves horror movies. Loves Good. them. Nice. I like loves them. Oh shit! Why are you doing that? I believe we have a Brock email to go over too. We should. Which is not that long. His number five is Interview with a Vampire. Okay. His number four is Fright Night. 
Really? Yeah. He yeah, liked it. I'm just not not that big of a fan of it, but that's okay. His number three is one that I have never seen, but I want to see, and that's 30 Days of Night. Amazing. And it's not on your list? What the fuck over? It is right here, 30 Days of Night, but my <laughs> list was so long. Fair enough. I mean, it's just, I, I couldn't, I, I could spend a whole day on this list. Fair enough. The next two, I did not realize were vampire movies, and I'll bet you did not realize they were vampire movies either, but he is absolutely 100% correct. Number two is Dr. Sleep. Well, yeah, it makes sense because they're draining the life. That's the way they feed. Energy vampires. That's, that's what they are. That's exactly correct. Yep. And number one, I Am Legend. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't realize I Am Legend was a, was a uh That's basically vampire. what they are because they couldn't come out in the sunlight and they did the same type of stuff. Yeah. So that was his list. Thanks, James. That's a hard movie because of the way they killed Sam, the dog. Makes it tough. Anytime right? there's a dog death, it's yeah, it's, it's hard to it's, it's, it's rough. Um, so yeah, we have an email from Brock All right, to wrap got, Brock? up this October week one. We should just do that at the end every week now. Corrections department. He just says, good. Mike and Greg, you guys are getting good at this. Duh, it's only been two and a half years. Number one, Panay Sewell's last sack was in 2018. Fact, Mike, his last sack was allowed in week four of 2018. His only sack in college. God damn. That is amazing, and he still has not given up a week a sack in the NFL. Incredible, best draft pick they've had probably since Calvin Johnson. Hopefully, someday it pays off. Big Ben's salary is fourteen million dollars this year, and he is garbage. That's it. That, I figure. I thought, I thought it was more. He is garbage. He's he's done. But he's been around for so long. Yeah, he's and, done. I mean, hey, man. Put a lot of energy into banging chicks in a bar room, bathroom. I mean, it's, it's going to catch up with you. That was funny. Uh, they were talking because the Steelers played this Packers this past weekend, and all they could talk about was it was a rematch of the Super Bowl. Right. Because you know, Rodgers and – you realize that since those two teams played in the Super Bowl, played each other, neither one of them has been back. Yeah, which is criminal for Green Bay. Yeah. Criminal. It's criminal, it's criminal for both of them. But yeah. To, but to have the teams that they had then just collapse when they do. Yeah. But fuck Pittsburgh. Um, number three, Mike guessed that there are 30 teams in the SEC. Greg guessed 42. False. It's actually both those put together at 72. <laughs> nice job, Brock. Number four, the budget for Halloween was 320000 which is impressive for the cultural impact that it had. Oh, huge. It's crazy. And again, John Carpenter. I still love the scene where they're walking down the street and you see the fucking palm tree in the background. Crack, cracks me up every time. For I never noticed it until someone told me that. I did not either, but now I can't see it without That's seeing it. That's how good the movie is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that would be like now going back to watch Game of Thrones and not looking for the Starbucks cup. Exactly. Yeah, it, it's just, uh, I mean, or there's another scene in Gladiator when one of the guys in the beginning before the big battle, I think it's before the big battle, there's a guy wearing jeans. <laughs> if, if you just go to a Google and you type up movie mistakes there are some legendary mistakes that you never would have noticed i like the one in troy where they've got a close-up of of matt damon as a plane in the Fucking sky 747 <laughs> flying overhead incredible all right you can follow us on instagram top five for fighting facebook top five for fighting top five for fighting.com you can go to the spread shop you can join us and become a patreon for the show um to donate uh money that we donate then to deployed troops um, our Instagram is where our most action is. You can email us uh, anything you want to talk to us about or tell us at top5forfighting at gmail.com. 
Yeah. That's about it. That's all I got. Next week, vamp or uh, werewolves. If you've got a list that you just want to share, or a suggestion, or movies, or just anything that you like, fucking share it. Yeah, I mean, more is better. Love it, especially if it's coming from you. Sounds good. We suck. Um, that's it. Go blue. I'm out. Don't be a dick. Let me tell you something about this monstrous leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I was literally- I can smell the freedom. He always buries the, something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first it's like met a cat Nick. in a litter box. <laughs> All right, good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, you know whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry, literally, and it's it's just it's amazing to me.